Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Bingo. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass yeah. face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Damn it, the bingo. Bingo. This needs to be louder. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, I, I got it yesterday, but... Bingo. Yeah, it's got to be way louder. I, I got to do that one again. Well, we'll play it every once in a while, but it, it, it's just not bingo. loud. Bingo. See? New York! See how loud that one is compared to this bingo. one? Bingo. Yeah, I, I don't care for that. Let, let's try something here real quick. Let, let, let's just do some... Quick on-air editing, shall we? Okay. Oh, wait, I can't. Damn it, I can't. Crap. Crap on a crutch. Ah, hold on a second. Maybe I can do it this way. Hold on a second, ass family. I'll start the show here in a second. Did I clear out all the trash? God damn it, I cleared out all the trash. Sent. Ah, ha, ha, hiya, hiya, hiya. Nope, nope, not there, not there. What? Do it, do it, dee, 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 dee. Oh. Is that it? On a horse. No, that ain't it. that it? It's a fair warning to all of you people out there on social media. You throw my name out there talking shit, you can guarantee you I'm going to buck up. It's a fair warning. All right, all I, pa- I, I do not have it, so... I'll have to work on that after the show. So, uh, good morning, ass family. Uh, happy Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! Uh, to everyone out there, uh, yesterday, let me just tell you real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, oh, wait, let me read what this guy had to say. He sent me something. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, so yesterday, as we all know, Arnie has false teeth. Arnie has, like, it, look, if you if you and I ever get into a fight and you knock out one of my teeth, you should go play the lottery immediately because I only have five teeth left. If I were to take my chompers out, I only got five of my teeth left. And I'm terrified right now because I think that in, in there, they're, I, I thought they were all root canaled. Obviously, one probably isn't. Because I feel something in there. Oh, man, did I have a fucking toothache like there was no tomorrow, it felt like. felt like there was an exposed nerve in my mouth. I didn't fall asleep until 3.45 this morning. When I finally had had enough. The way I'd been doing it was, I, I you know what, you just got to buck it up. You got to try to kill that fucking nerve. So I was taking cold soda and just swishing it right there, letting it sit fucking body's going crazy, right? And it would work for like 15, 20 minutes. So I said, well, and, and if I dipped yesterday, if I if I took some Copenhagen and I put it in, did not make my mouth feel good. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to put a dip right on that fucking tooth. Put that dip right on the tooth, pain went away. Copenhagen, it's a cure of fucking what ails you. That, that, that's what I'm saying today. By the way, I just came across this story. I'm not starting the show yet. I, I haven't even done good mornings yet. Uh, but Beto O'Rourke, three months ago, came out and said that Governor Greg Abbott should be should be put in jail because he's killing Texans by having them remove their masks. Well, 
Myself that one. That was that was bad. That was bad, Arnie. Uh, now finally to the good morning straight fire first one here. He says, Hey Arnie, it's hump day. Yeah, yeah, yes, actually it is hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, celebrate by humping, all right. Douglas says, Good morning, ass family. Dave Coast says, Good morning, bring on that weird camel. I need a hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Hangtown Jen says, happy uh, morning-ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Ratty Kid is in the house. She says, good morning with a smile. And here's the shitter about the damn tooth. So I woke up this morning. Everything was fine. Put a dip in. Had soda. Everything was good. Made me my little my, my, my little uh, sausage biscuits things. Took a bite in those. The heat fucking ruined my damn mouth again. So I had to put a dip over there again. Damn. Hate this shit. Uh, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a great day. Douglas says today is a special hump day. Oh, is it? Hump day, hump day, hump day. Oh, my vacation starts in three hours and a week off. There you go. Congratulations. I mean, that's that that's good shit right there. Hangdown Jen thinks it's cool. She asks if you got any big plans. Adam J says, Buenos dias, asamigos. Buenos dias, amigo. The Warbird. Weird to have a 9 a.m. start time. Yeah, I'm in Alabama. Oh, okay, good. I have to stay up till 9 to watch my Lakers tonight. Say what? Yeah, oh, it, that's the worst, man. If you're from the West Coast and you want to watch anything on the East Coast, I remember when that, that horrific trip I took to Florida that one year with the listener, and we played golf, and he talked about tag-teaming a chick with his son. You know, I've told the story. It's gross. That was the year the A's won the 20 games in a row or whatever. And the A's were in the playoffs, and they were playing the Twins. And I remember sitting in my hotel, and it's fucking 10 o'clock at night, and I got to turn this damn game on. I was like, you are out of your fucking mind. And it didn't start till it was a 7.30 start, so it started at 10.30. And it was sunny. I was like, this is so weird. I hate this. I didn't like that at all. Uh, yeah, flying to Missouri and camping in the Ozarks and canoeing to a new spot each day. Oh, that's cool, Douglas. Keep an eye out for Jason Bateman. They got a lot of crazy stuff going on down in the Ozarks. Uh, oh, my God, my old ass slept wrong. I'm over here with my man hammer, and I'm trying to work this mother out. And it feels and looks more like I've grabbed a live wire. Fucking getting old sucks. Amen to that. Yes, you are. Correct the mundo. Uh, don't get older, Jen. <laughs> I get less young and more wise, but never old. Too late for that, Douglas. I think I was born older. Hangtown just says, enjoy your trip. Camping careful. As soon as I read Ozarks, I heard banjo music. Uh, no, now come on. You're just stereotyping because they're there for a reason. And they got some hillbillies in the Ozarks, I'll tell you that. Are you going to Silver Dollar City in the Ozarks? It's a, it's a shitty amusement park. Are you going to Branson? Please don't tell me you're going to Branson. Don't go to Branson. The best thing is you can buy fireworks there. If you're driving, that's fantastic. If not, then... You can just shoot them off there. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Butterfly in NYC says, good morning, Arnie. What's up, Butterfly? She says, happy hump day as family as well. All righty. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Ah, my gal in Oklahoma, rise. Good morning to you. How are you today? Hopefully all is well in Oklahoma. Uh, Hangtown Gents is right, Douglas. For some reason, my father saw it fit to share me deer hunter movie as a child. No, 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 no. That was deliverance. Sassy Pamby says, good morning. Douglas says, you know, that little kid playing the banjo in deliverance is Joe Biden when he was young. Oh, I've got a great Joe Biden story to start. I, it's just it's so classic. Um, uh, is it really another film my dad thought I needed to see 10 years old little girl? Uh huh. DNA. Morgan says, "Good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy Hump Day!" Right back hump at you. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Addict to Brian says, "Today is my last final. When I'm done, I get to decide between a miter saw or a table saw." Man, who saw that coming? <laughs> hey! Oh, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Derek says, "Good morning, ass family." Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Oh, you're flying into Springfield. Okay. Uh, I met a guy from the Ozarks, and he told me that it feels bad because he slept with his third cousin. But then his father told him to quit counting. (laughs) All right, Dave Coe. Uh, All right. So, uh, housekeeping. Uh, We have listener mail to do today, brought to you by JS Floors. We do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Now, this is a new way we're doing it. We're doing this one on Al Pacino movie characters to where we will have the Mount Rushmore of Al Pacino movies. We'll have that today. Friday, we will be doing professional wrestlers with special guest host Buck Faustin. And I'm telling you right now, I've told you a bunch this week. That's one of those shows you don't want to miss. You just don't want to. And if you have to miss it live, I feel bad for you. I will put it up like I put up every other show. But this is one of those shows. Whenever these kind of shows happen, I might start not putting those up to force people to be here live. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, Before we even start, so we've gotten good mornings, housekeeping out of the way, right? Uh, Oh, do I have a treat for y'all. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, it seems we've moved pizzeria locations where people will fight. Uh, I guess this was in uh, near Augusta, Georgia. Deputies responded to a Little Caesars restaurant after a fight between Brittany Kennedy, big old black gal, and a little bitty white girl. Uh, Emily Broadwater. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for Brittany against anybody named Emily. Uh, the video of the incident shows Kennedy allegedly grabbing. Well, okay, here we go. We got the video here. Let's let, let's play said video, shall we? I, I, I put it up. Oh, my God. She's dragging her by the head. Move the baby. Move the baby. Move the baby. Move the baby. The baby's like biting the gal's leg. Oh, my God. Another right. She's just holding her hair and just stealing on her. She is beating this girl like a fucking rented mule. Good God. I have not seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Jesus, she's going to pull her hair out. Oh, now she stomped her. She stomped her. Oh, she stomped her head again. Oh, my God. The humanity. My baby. My baby. Oh, shit. 
was her baby that was like trying to jump move in. Move the baby, move the baby. Move, well, move the baby so I can whoop this girl's ass. Man. Wow. Buenos dias, Ogre. Holy shit. That was a hell of a fight. Wasn't a fight. That was a one-sided fucking romp. Shit, that was good. Adam J., that's cold-hearted for us with Mexican internet. Go to, go to Fox News and look for a Georgia woman wanted for battery. There you go. Now, 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 now. Okay, okay. All right. So, 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 so we can uh, we, we, we can get rid of that story now? Okay, that one's gone. Now, this next story. <sighs> now, actually, it, it, it's just a clip. It's just a clip. I, I found this clip. It, a friend of mine had it on his page, and I hadn't seen this, and I'm shocking. No, Sarah didn't say why the beatdown started. She's just pissed about Georgia voting law or what. This is your commander-in-chief. I, I, I just want to play this for you. I want you to listen. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact. Wait, hold on. Even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Are you serious? One more time. Oh, it's not her baby. It was actually a black woman's baby. The white woman has been raising that baby for three years and is with her father. The black woman lost custody to the father because she's an alcoholic and she had been stalking them. Well, I can see why that that, that that beating happened then. One more time, from your current leader. Even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact. Really? Really? Not even Dr. King's assassination had the worldwide impact that George Floyd did. Well, there could be some things that factor in because there were other countries that did march and rally around all that. Uh, There was no fucking internet, Joe. And really? Martin Luther King's Jr.'s impact was not that of George Floyd? I don't recall driving by George Floyd Boulevard anytime recently. Just, 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 just for my own edifice, just one more time. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Wow. That's when you just have to sit back and go, what the shit, Joe? What the actual shit? Uh, Alicia says, uh, morning, Arnie and ass family. Sorry to be tardy. Oh, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I understand nobody wants to drive MLK in any city. But to say that George Floyd's impact was bigger than Martin Luther King's impact, I'm sorry. I am truly sorry. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Now we can completely and officially start the show. This first story, uh, I honestly, I could spend four hours talking about this. Wow. 
the oh wait wait how long before the monster in the Little Caesars video is hailed as a good woman a mom and she shouldn't be treated harshly by police she's a downright fucking saint uh, I'm surprised that hasn't happened already isn't Floyd getting a street in Houston I wouldn't be surprised they fucking they they forgave all his fucking convictions. The official Black Lives Matter organization declared its, quote, solidarity with Palestinians on Monday, backing the Hamas terror organization and its ongoing conflict with Israel. Now, I would like to point out that once and for all, anyone who wants to say that Black Lives Matter is not a terrorist organization, they have claimed solidarity with one of the worst terrorist groups on the face of the earth. A terrorist group that has killed American soldiers. So what I, I, I and I've never heard them speak out. I, I, I can't recall anything being said on the BLM's case of where they stand for the military. I'm sure they're against them. Obviously they're against them if they're going to back Hamas or Hummus. If you fund BLM, if you give them money, You are funding a terrorist organization. Yeah, and Russia just said they've they've seen enough death in Gaza, so this may escalate if Russia gets involved, Iran gets involved, and then China. We're going to talk about this, this ongoing strife that's happening over there. This is like what Ogre says down here. How long before the monster in this little... Okay, so we've all watched the Little Caesars video. And we all know that that woman who attacked the the white girl is wrong. She's wrong. If this white girl is taking care of your baby because you can't, because you're an alcoholic, this girl is giving a, a motherly figure to this girl, we know that's wrong. And I'm sorry, if you back a terrorist organization, you are wrong. The end. Hamas is a terror group. They're no different. The only thing that makes them different from ISIS is location. So if people like George Floyd, a pile of crap who just happened to be murdered by the police, is hailed as a good man, a martyr, etc., isn't that like people hailing George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, who just happened to be slave owners? Kind of curious why Washington's sins are unspeakably bad but George Floyd's aren't. Damn that consistency. I, I, I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Now, let, let, let's just take a look at that, though, uh, on its own, shall we? George Washington, who defeated the British, who gave us our independence, at that time owned slaves, which, by the way, was par for the course in America at that time. It was okay, and it was legal. 
George Floyd doing crack on the streets of Houston has never been legal. If somebody, and I know that you are not doing this, Ogre, if somebody is dumb enough to try to equate those two people, George Washington never broke the law. No slave owners broke the law. If you give BLM BLM money, you're funding racism and terrorism, but this isn't anything new. I I look, I I knew that they weren't a real group. I never knew that they would they this right here, this should be the event and I know it won't be that makes them jump the shark. This is what we need. Middle Eastern countries fighting and one of them chiming in with another terrorist group. Yeah, oh I, I it's crazy, isn't it? Where is that? Uh Biden to Wait, wait, wait. Where do I have that? There I thought I had something. Is it White House? Oh, here it is. The White House, Jen Psaki, came out and said Trump administration did not do anything constructive to end conflict in the Middle East. <laughs> the fuck you say? He had Israel and the United Arab Emirates come and sit down and, and have a peace accord. To open up the peace talks. The peace talks weren't between Israel and, and, and Palestine. So you're blaming this on the current, the, the former administration again? Is that all you have, Jen Psaki? Because let me just say, you're going to need to bring it a little bit better than that. Okay, this is, this is the big time stage here. This isn't class elections. This isn't the, who's leading the freshman dorm. You are the press secretary for the president of the United States. And when you keep kicking that can down the road, it's going to anger everybody. Well, the White House didn't do anything to, to conflict or to battle the conflicts in the Middle East. Bullshit. Um BLM has been terrorizing America for years, sure, sure. But Arnie, slavery is immoral. Smoking crack is a sacred task. I know, I know. I love how the narrative gets changed. It was Donald Trump's fault for the border surge. Actually, no, it's your new policies which made him come here. They stayed away with the orange man. He's bad. He doesn't like them, remember? He's a racist. But it was the previous administration's fault. The one thing that he will take credit for, though, of the previous administration. Vaccines. Yep, I got everybody vaccinated. That's me, Joe Biden. I invented the, I I actually invented it. Uh, I put a little liquid paper and some seltzer water in a shot, and I gave it to myself, and I no longer have COVID. Yeah. Well, let, let me just tell you one thing, though. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Come on, man. Exactly. 
let's see, Reuters. What, what does Reuters got to tell me here? Russia tells Israel more civilian casualties in Gaza are unacceptable. All right, well, I tell you what, Russia. I, I, I Look, this is my favorite thing. You're going to fuck with the Israelis? Don't fuck with the Israelis. See, I look at the Israelis like a, a big, mean-ass cat. One of those really muscular cats. You know, you, you don't see them that often. They're kind of feral. And, and, and Palestine is kind of like a rat or a mouse. A, a, a rat is too good for Palestine. You're like a mouse. And these bomb strikes, that's just the cat playing with the, with the little mouse. Now, if you anger that cat, that cat is going to go feral and murder you. You don't fuck with the chosen people. Just saying. Uh, uh, random article, uh, pick, but there's multiple. Oh, I, uh, I believe you. I mean, let's see. I, I, I'm not too, look, Russia's going to flex. They're going to try to flex. They'll stay out of it. Uh, I've seen better political campaigns in Napoleon Dynamite, right? If the current administration doesn't criticize the previous one, they're not trying hard enough. It's in the job orientation booklet. I'm envisioning a big Orthodox Jewish cat with the Star of David shaved on its chest. It's a big old tabby cat. It's got the curly hair. This whole thing is just, could it start World War III? I guess it could. Leave it to the Middle East to start fucking World War III. And you got these assholes out here. Well, I, I shouldn't call them assholes. They're probably Palestinians. So, look, they've got their thoughts, whatever. But they're joining with Black Lives Matter. I, I, I don't understand that whatsoever. I, I, I honestly don't. Now I do. Now, oh, oh, something just clicked. Wow. Shit, look at this honky. Yeah. Israel. Home of the Jews. Black Lives Matter. Funded by, let's all say it together, George Soros. George Soros acquired his money how? By, by, and Soros is not his actual last name. His daddy, who was a racist before him, changed it to that because in Spanish that means to soar. You'll go far in life. George Soros turned in fellow Jews to the Nazis. George Soros hates Jews. So it doesn't surprise me now, but look at that. Look how it's all connected. Okay, Ogre, you've got it. You've got it. We've got a new character on Cock of the Block. I smell a new character, a small rooster with a yarmulke. 
but when these skinhead chickens fuck with him, he kicks the shit out of him. His name could be Noodle Soup. He's a rooster that's got the curls, wears the hat, just keeps to himself. George Soros is a bad dude, yeah. He is the original corn pop. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so there you go. So let's say you're at work today, and somebody says, you know, I think Black Lives Matter doesn't get a fair enough shot. That's your time to fucking ramp it up. And, and Yeah, George Soros was a Jew. I don't remember what his last name was, but when he was a boy at the age of 11 or 12, his father worked in contact with Nazis, and they changed their name. And George got a job by turning in Jews, by telling the Nazis where the Jews were hiding. And that's how he got his fortune, by doing shit like that. George, the, the, the good news is that he's old as shit. Everybody from World War II is dying. I just, I, I, I don't know what's behind him. I don't know what the leadership like is, is like there. But he's funding all this shit. And if you don't think that he had his hand somehow in the last election, you need to wake up. You, you, you need to wake up. By the way, Lister Mail today made me remember we do have some questions in there, so we got Ask Arnie uh, coming up as well today. Now I have to I have to go to the bathroom. My my body's killing me right now. So I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take just a quick break. This is like let's see. Hopefully a bunch of these don't play, but uh, I'm gonna take a quick break. Run to the bathroom. I will be right back. <laughs>
to the University of Texas Longhorn Band for letting me get through that. <clears throat> Arias says, thanks for the Texas tunes, Arnie. Anytime, anytime, you, you always have an open request here. Always have an open request here. Uh, let's see. Um, that fucker can't die fast enough. George Soros we're talking about here. Uh, Butterfly says, didn't George Soros also admit in an interview about not feeling any guilt about what he saw or partook in as a kid? The interviewer was trying to ask about any conflict of feelings, and he expressed he had none. If I'm, re- Yeah, oh, I, I have never seen the interview, but he's never been remorseful for it. He has to live in one of those states or one of those places. I don't know where he lives. I think he lives in Canada, but I'm not sure. I don't know how he can't be considered a war criminal. Like, we hear all these stories about, it was just like two or three months ago, some like 96-year-old man here in Texas was deported back to Germany on charges of being a war criminal. Why can't we do that with George Soros? Has anybody thought of that? Ad Bryant says, when Pelosi said that Biden would be president, I believed her. Probably the only time I believed that evil cunt. So I completely believe that Soros, along with other Republicans and Dems, and a bunch of Silicon Valley people, plotted and fortified the election. Mm-hmm. I know he's wanted in multiple countries. Now, you talk about Nancy Pelosi. I think Nancy Pelosi had a stroke yesterday. I, I, I know this is crazy. Nancy Pelosi calls for foreign leaders to boycott the 2022 Beijing Olympics and claims corporate sponsors are looking the other way at China's abuses. What the fuck? Where did that come? I mean... (laughs) Yesterday, Speaker of the House called for a diplomatic boycott citing human rights abuses by Chinese government. Now, now, wait a second. Is she being for real? Is she being for real here? Or is this her holding out for more money from China? Quote, we cannot proceed as if nothing is wrong about the Olympics going to China. Rather than advocating for a full boycott, Plus, he suggested foreign leaders avoid making the trip. Oh, so it's, oh, oh, oh. Never mind, then. Ne- never mind, then. This isn't for an actual boycott. This is just saying, hey, hey, the, the chancellor, chancellor, uh, what's your name? The, the hottie in Germany. Don't go to the Olympics. They do bad things in China. That's weak. That's weak bullshit right there. Call for a fucking boycott of the games. Not just diplomats. If you're a diplomat and you're going, please don't go. Yep. No spray. All right, there you go. Demi Lovato comes out as non-binary and has changed pronouns to they, them. 
I feel more authentic and true to the person I know I am. Hey, 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 Demi Lovato, we don't give a fuck about you. Can, can, can we all agree? Hey, good. Can we all agree that nobody gives a shit about Demi Lovato? Plus, we're not even in fucking entertainment news, Demi Lovato, you skank. God almighty, I I hate Hollywood now. Hollywood used to be kind of cool because they kind of had like, you know, the, the Hollywood flair, there was a coolness to it. Now Hollywood just sucks. Hollywood, Hollywood used to be the place, people like Errol Flynn and Frank Sinatra, they walked around that time smoking, drinking, pretty much hanging their wings out, letting it, and the gals did the same thing. When did it change? When did it change to where every actor and every celebrity has a fucking cause now? I'm so sick of causes. I don't care if it's fucking, you know, them African babies with the distended bellies. I don't care if it's hunger. I don't care. I don't give a fuck anymore. You know why? Because there's hunger and strife in this country that all those Hollywood celebrities could be focusing on. How about all the veterans that are homeless right now? You would rather get 22 cents a a day for some kid who's probably going to be trained to kill Americans at any point in his life rather than helping out someone who served their country and got fucked up for it. Hollywood, uh, rock and roll has gone the way that Hollywood has, soft. Actors didn't give a shit about politics back in the day. They cared about money, booze, Dopes and sex. That's it. That's what they cared about. I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back to the days of shallow celebrities. I, I want to go back to the days where where rock and roll music was about putting your balls in some chick's mouth. Not my daddy didn't hug me enough. I swear, the more you think about it, the the angrier I get because I lived in the wrong era. I should have lived in the era of those guys, the Rat Pack, shit like that. I'd be great back then. Seems like every few weeks, Demi just randomly picks a different letter from the LGBTQAIXYZ LMNOP rainbow. First she was bi, then pan, now non-binary. I don't know. I've got a question in listener mail about Joe Rogan. I have this story. We'll talk about it in mail, though, when we get to the mail. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know right now. He is, he's, come, he's come out. And he hasn't complained about it. He just sounded off about it. 
that the straight white man will be silenced, not allowed outside due to cancel culture. By the way, he's right. He was on a podcast last week, and they're talking about movies. Obviously, they listen to me, so they talking about things that can't be made today. Movies like Superbad and Step Brothers. Neither one of those movies would be made today. And, of course, they bring up Blazing Saddles. We, we don't even need to talk about that. Kale says she needs help, and that's not a joke. No, she really does. Demi Lovato needs a lot of help. The first thing somebody needs to do is sit her down and go, you know, you're really not a celebrity. You know, you're, you're not really that popular, Demi. I, I know that you did sell a bunch of records, but since you've kind of gone off the rip, you've Amanda Bynes yourself. That's what you've done. The 40-year-old virgin, you know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay, Addict to Brian? You'd have problems, too, if your name meant almost. Why do you think Semi had an issue in coming to America? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other stuff. They, I, I mean, shows like Cheers wouldn't be allowed today. I mean, the Cosby Show wouldn't be allowed because, well, he's a rapist, so that's why that wouldn't be allowed today. But, you know, it, it, it's funny. This part is not funny. You know the Hollywood that we actually did enjoy when we were kids? We looked up to that. you got to remember, Bill Cosby was a part of that. And a lot of those people in Hollywood knew exactly what was going on. Back in the day, they used to keep their mouths shut. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the strong influx of gays into the entertainment world. Because, honestly, like, like it, it, you're a power ranger in the entertainment world if you're a gay Jew. If you're a gay Jew, you have it completely made. You're probably going to win an Oscar without even making a movie. That's fine. I, I, I'm not trying to be anti-Semitic or anti-gay right now. These people have worked their asses off for where they are. I, I, I'm not going to take that away from But shut up. Go back to the old days. No, what I meant was a quote from the movie, and it said multiple times, oh, okay, I got you. Oh, absolutely. You're so right about that. The word gay. You really got to watch where you say that's gay. You remember like five or six years ago when we got them bullshit ads from Hillary Duff? You know, baby chunk, the two girls are in the store, and they go, oh, that's so gay. And Hillary Duff comes up to him and go, hey, why'd you make a homophobic remark? I'm like, uh, and the girl's like, I didn't. What if that was like so, uh, what's your name, Cindy? What, that's so Cindy. They were terrible ads. I wish people would actually listen when we try to educate them on things that, in manland. I'm going to let you in on Manland a little bit. There, let's just open the door to Manland real fast, shall we? 
Hold on. Let, let, let me let me let me get the door. There you go. Door to man land opens quickly, and it closes quickly too, people. When guys said something was gay, had nothing to do with homosexual. Nothing. It was lame. It was too kiddish, maybe. And, and guys aren't going to go, that's too kiddish. No, they're going to say that's gay. By the way, I'll ask family members and anybody uh, that reaches to others, put gay back in the vocabulary. Let's, let's take words like gay out. Let's fight for words like gay, fag, retard. These are all words. That's all they are. And I will defend each one. I've already defended gay. Fag. Now, that's one that I have, I've tried to put it away, and every once in a while it rears its ugly head and it comes out because I don't like calling stuff all queefy. That's the new word I have. Fag never meant anything to do with being a homosexual. Being a fag was being less manly. That's what it meant. Stop being a fag. Do, do you not remember the old game where you threw the Nerf football up? By the way, I found out an interesting story. Christopher, there's a letter about you. I, I, I saw you wrote me back. There's a letter about Christopher today. And listener mail coming up here in a little while. We'll get to it here in just a bit. Uh, these types of people, the SJW facts, uh, need to be plucked off this planet like a fucking Band-Aid quickly. Amen. Spencer was called a fag last night because he died in Call of Duty and quit the game. Yeah. They're all in my regular vocabulary. Christopher says I still use them. Straight Fire says retard is just the opposite of a dance. I can't say fag, but what if I'm in England and I want to smoke a cigarette? Exactly. My sister has downs, and I still use the word retard. Not towards her or anyone else with limited mental capacity. I use it much the same way as I would use gay. That's fucking retarded. That was gay as fuck. Yes. But we would take... Uh, anyway, let, let me get back to the Nerf football thing. The Nerf football was invented by a kicker from the Minnesota Vikings. Like I said, the, 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 uh, the interest... The, the story behind Nerf is phenomenal. You got to see it. There's a, there's a, there's. I saw like a, a four minute video on it. It's kick ass. But we would take that Nerf football and we would throw it in the air and we would play the game smear the queer. Do you know why I called it that? Because it rhymed with smear. You can't smear a deer. You can't smear a beer. You can smear a queer. That's all the ball runner, the, the guy who caught the ball was, was the queer. I jokingly call my gay friends fagbos when they are being annoying, but they seem to think it's funny and never get offended. Because they're your friends. See, th 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 I'm making fagmo a word. Okay, I like that fagmo. I just got through calling a group of coworkers retarded. 
oh, crap, did one of my school kids find me? Am I about to get fired for my job for listening to a non-PC show? Peter North did some smear the queer videos. Yes, as Matt Ramsey. Sad. Sad that I know everything there is to know about pop culture. Um, this, to me, this battle on words that we have. See, I talk for a living, so I need words. I don't need words to be taken out of the lexicon. That's not good. That's not progressing. As you know, I have a hardline stance when it comes to allowing kids with special needs to score in sports. I understand why they're doing it. I, I, I get everybody's responses to me. You see it your way. I'm not taking that away from you. I think it, it, it's a it's such a smack in their face when you have a kid who has Down syndrome or whatever, and you hand this young man or girl, whatever it is this time, a football, and they run up the middle and both teams just get out of the way. Now, with that limited capacity in their head, they scored a touchdown and that's all they care about. That's it. Great. The problem is you're treating them all like they have the exact same amount of limited capacity. Young man climbed the highest peak in America by himself. He wasn't alone. He was in a group, but he did the hiking himself. That mountain didn't get out of that young man's way who had severe Down syndrome. Severe. I remember the story. I'll never forget doing the story. I almost started crying on the air. That mountain didn't get out of that kid's way. That kid earned that shit. But to bring it all full circle with the word retard, I would never, ever go up to someone with special needs and call them that. That, 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 that's just, that's so beneath me. I would never refer to them as a retard. That's a special needs kid. That's fine. I don't think he's retarded. I, I think Demi Lovato is retarded. <laughs> Shouldn't he be now referred to as having up syndrome since he got in the mountain, right? Words are violence these days, which is amazing to me. Because the old nursery rhyme has never changed. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them. Boy, if we didn't throw that thing in the fucking garbage ASAP... See, look at that. People with Downs, et cetera, are not all the same. My sister lives by herself in Southern California. She has a job and doesn't get Social Security. No, because there are different levels of it. But once you start treating them all the same like they can't do anything for themselves, to me, to me, you people are the ones with the problem, not the people that just say the word retard. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words are assault weapons. So we'll have more on this Joe Rogan story here in just a little bit. Uh, we haven't talked about this uh, this son of a bitch here lately. 
Uh, He's ugly as shit. Well, actually, it, it's a she. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief. Murderer. Ah, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, also known as Gollum, is being called out today. Reporters, (laughs) Elliot Page. (laughs) Reporters in Chicago are are alleging that Mayor Lori Lightfoot is only granting interviews to journalists of color. NBC5 Chicago political Mary Ann Ahern took to Twitter. This bitch is only in her midway point this is in her first term. I'm sorry, her only term. As Mayor of Chicago reaches out to her midway point as mayor, her spokesman says Lightfoot is only granting one-on-one interviews only to black and brown journalists. By the way, another reporter said the same thing. I was told the same thing WTTW in Chicago said. I guess this is, I guess it's all over Chicago that Mayor Lightfoot is not report. She will not answer questions from white reporters. Now, I don't know. Let me, let me look. Let, let me look at the magic eight ball. Is this racist? Uh, the Magic 8-Ball has come back and said, in the immortal words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, hell yeah! How much, I, I mean, honestly, how much are we the correct-thinking people? I don't want to say right-minded. The correct-thinking people. People who who want to see what's best for this country. When are we going to finally say enough that racism is racism is racism? You know how the gays took the love is love when gay marriage was allowed everywhere and they say love is love? Racism is racism. If you do not allow a group to do something or withhold things from that group based only on the color of their skin, I would say all signs point to racism. Douglas, I don't know. What, what, what He says, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I No idea. Only brown and black people sounds like white nation reporters need to wear blackface. Isn't that now now wait a second, hold on a second. You bring up something interesting there. Isn't this lending towards the anti-Asian culture that we have now in this country? This new sentiment to fight Asian bashing and, and the mayor of Chicago is being applauded for it? Hmm. Huh. 
let's see. Okay, hold on a second here. I gotta go through this phone here. Okay. Don't want that. Want these. All right, let's see. Uh, Google. Mayor of Chicago. Office number. There we go. We're going to call the mayor's office in Chicago. Mayor Lightfoot's office. I was wondering if we could get an interview with the mayor uh, for Korea One. An interview with the mayor. Hold on just a minute. Check the mayor's press office. Thank you. Thank you for calling Mayor Lightfoot's Press and Communications Office. If this is a reporter, please email press at cityofchicago.org no. with your question. If this is a resident, please call our main line at 312-744-3300 or visit chicago.gov to find the answers to your questions. Thank you. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Yes, hello. This uh, message is for Mayor Beetlejuice. Uh, just wondering, with all the anti-Asian sentiment going on, you're not allowing Asian reporters to interview too? Ah, I think we caught you, Mr. Mayor. Yes, that's right. I said Mr. Mayor. When you call our office, the person answering should be angry black man who has a cigar and says, okay, now what the fuck do you want? You want the mail guy? <laughs> you want our mail guy to do it? <laughs> this is how they should answer. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? <laughs> oh, that's good shit right there. That is good shit. Um, now, I, I gotta say, things are starting to change. You called her Beetlejuice, because she is. She looks like Beetlejuice, for God's sakes. There is a group out there, an educational nonprofit group called Consumers Research. Now, they're a pretty influential group. And they have launched an ad campaign targeting corporations over woke political narratives. They are going after Coca-Cola, Nike, hopefully Disney, because they said enough is enough. And I'm glad of this. Someone needs to battle the woke culture.
on an ad campaign claims that Coca-Cola uses forced labor in China. They're not the only ones. The company said it respects human rights everywhere, not Nike. American Airlines, same way. They're, they're, they're going after them. They're, look, I, I appreciate this. This whole idea, this woke culture that's out there, and this is the woke culture. If, you, if you're not sure, this is what it is. This was people getting upset last week that Tim Tebow got a chance to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, he, he got to sign because he's white. No, no, this is why he got to sign. Let, let, me, let me break it down. It has nothing to do with the color of his skin. First of all, he's playing a different position. Secondly, he's for a guy that he, he knows and he loves, and that's Urban Meyer, his head coach. Now, it's not guaranteed he's going to make the team. But everybody started calling out for why isn't Colin Kaepernick getting caught? Well, Colin Kaepernick's not going to play tight end. That's why, stupid. I mean, I can shut down your bullshit racist rhetoric in, in quite a hurry on that one. Well, he's not playing quarterback. It, unbelievable. But, but this is the woke society that's out there now. In the woke society, if not, if we don't start pushing back, we have to start pushing back, and that's going to hurt at first. Because if they take over, it is over. Because there is no such thing as woke enough. The woke will cannibalize themselves to get their way. Um, It's no wonder why we have drug and alcohol problems in America. Listening to the news would make me drink. It's a good thing I don't have cable. If you Google Mayor Beetlejuice, Mayor Lightfoot shows up, no joke. I'm taking credit for that. Racist mayors, BLM, you're not a racist if you're not white. Yeah, you're... It's fucking unbelievable. Colin is too diverse and be uh, a distraction for the team. And that's assuming he still has the talent to make the team. Well, divisive. I'm sorry. Divisive. They're not. Here's the. This is. No. It, signing Tim Tebow has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. That's the whole point of it all. This is what the woke does. They just glomp on. Oh, you're going to sign him? Well, you got to sign him, too. Why? Are they a package deal? Because from my recollection, this guy's a quarterback. This guy's trying to play tight end. And there are going to be people out there, I know. Really, he's never going to throw a pass. I, I never said that. There are plenty of guys on the team that throw passes that aren't the quarterback. Running backs sometimes do it. Wide receivers do it. I, I've seen tight ends do it. Now what do you got? You can try to make it as racist as you want. I'll beat you on this one. Hey, Brian says, Butterfly LMAO. I just Googled it, and there's videos and memes. It's glorious. That's fantastic. That is fantastic.
And by the way, by the way, let, let, let's let, let's get down to it, shall we? I I don't think that people need to keep all their opinions themselves. I, I mean, we we can all agree that on a first date, you usually don't talk politics, religion, abortion, anything like that. That's for when you get to know somebody, right? How about this? If you're a shoe company, how about you deal with the business of selling shoes, making and selling shoes? Now, if people call you out because you're using sweatshot labor in a foreign country, which you are, then you can have a narrative on that. But this narrative of jumping behind somebody like Colin Kaepernick, who throws numbers out there that don't exist anywhere on the planet. And you're like, oh, we got this guy's back. Kids are going to wear Nikes because they're cool. They aren't wearing Nike. I'm just going to let you in on a little secret here, Nike. Those those kids that, that wear your shoes could give two fucks about your political beliefs. And I know that's why they do what they do. But Nikes will always be cool. It will take somebody to ruin Nikes. Like if Michael Richards were to be wearing Nikes all the time or that night, Nike might take a blow. Uh, Tebow has that privilege of having a relationship with the current head coach. Well, there you go. Let's not forget that, that the young man, Colin Kaepernick, did pass on $19.5 million. He left that on the table because he wanted to explore other options. Whoa, 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 what, what the fuck? No. This is funny. Okay. (laughs) There you go. I'll give it to everybody here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Okay, I'm going to try to read this in the correct way it's, it's written. In an explosive interview, Chuck Norris has come out of the closet, finally revealing to the world that he's even manlier than everyone originally thought. Quote, it's time to come clean. I've been living a lie for so long. For a long time, everyone thought I was a regular manly man who could defeat bad guys with a single roundhouse kick. But the reality is that I think I'm the least, I'm at least three men trapped in one man's body. (laughs) The action star went on to explain that for decades, he attempted to conceal his epic manliness in order to blend in with normal men, but kept failing as he amassed black belt after black belt. Quote, some people in my life did grow suspicious when it was found out that my tears cure cancer, even though I've never cried. Or when it was discovered that Superman wears Chuck Norris pajamas. 
I have always had some excuse to explain it away, but I'm tired of living that life. Scientists worry that if Chuck Norris chooses to outwardly live as a fully manly self, it could be the end of all life in the universe as we know it. Chuck Norris has assured us that he'll just slap a <laughs> slap together a new one. Oh, that is so funny. That 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 right there. I got to I got to put that on my Facebook page. That that's too good right there. Oh man, thank you so much for that. Oh, Douglas, that's good shit. Damn, that was funny. And all of it is true. Every single bit of it is true. All right. So let's see. Is, is it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. We still got a bunch of shit left here. Uh, Colonial Pipeline. Okay. Let's see. New Era Caps. Dark Academy. Yeah, those are ugly. Those are hideous. Oh, God damn it. All right. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Nancy has stroke. I can delete that one because we got that. Maybe he has an extra man he can give to Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, all right. Here we go. The Colonial Pipeline story. Hackers Darkside got about $90 million from about 47 different victims. Wow. Now, they got $90 million in Bitcoin, so I have no idea how much money they actually got. According to a report, approximately 47% of victims paid a ransom to Darkside with an average payment of about $1.9 million. And we can't find this group. I understand that they're hackers. But doesn't the United States government hire hackers? And remember, you can hi- you you can hack a pipeline, but not a voting machine. Which I, if that is the case, then I think that we should transfer our oil through voting machines from now on. I mean, that would be the most prudent way to do it, right? If we know they can't be hacked, because according to the twenty twenty election. There was no malfeasance going on. All the machines are on the up and up. So if they cannot be hacked, then we need to start putting oil in them and moving them from north to south and east to west. Did they uh, hire hackers last night? Why was YouTube uh, down for about a half hour? I, I have no idea. I, I, I'm i still old. I still watch regular TV. And if I watch videos, it's usually on TikTok because they're only about seven or eight seconds. 
Oh, by the way, new jokes are up today. Um, what's the difference between Stephen Hawking's and the computer he's hooked up to? The computer runs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other joke was, uh, how dumb is Christy Teigen? She's so dumb that when she went to the zoo, she wanted to see the fucking Easter seals. Now, see, that's gold right there. You can't claim old while making a TikTok video on it. Yes, yes, I can. There are plenty of old people on there, people older than me. So, one Bitcoin equals $36,987.60. Okay. But... You don't get a coin. Do you at least get a certificate saying, I have 58 bitcoins? You turn that in, you cash out? I don't understand it. I never will. Thank God I'm getting, I, I have, I think it was Sassy Pammy who used this phrase. I have more days behind me than I do in front of me. And let me just say this right now. I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm not trying to be gross. I'm not. I. I. I, I honestly. I do not fear death. I, I don't want it to be painful. I, I have no fears of it. I know it's a part of life, and it's just one of those things that we have to do. I look forward to it. Not any day soon. Not any time soon. It's out of my control. I in in my belief system. It's out of it, it's out of anybody's control. Nobody can control it. So, if it happens, it happens. And I'm ready. I am just ready. Uh, part of me wants the Dark Ages to return so I can stop hearing about all these Bitcoin and Dogecoin jerk-offs and the NFTs and every other internet horseshit. Get off my lawn. Look, I love Dave Portnoy, the guy who started Barstool Sports, but he did something where he was talking about Bitcoin and then Dogecoin, and now he's on Moonshot or whatever the fuck he's on. And there's like nine or ten different Bitcoin companies out there. No, you keep it on a hard drive type thing, and you use that as your wallet. So does that mean I have to take my wallet? My my wallet. So I got to take my hard drive into Walmart with me. I'm, I'm being totally sad. Like, I, I, I need to learn. I got to learn this because I, I do a talk show for a living, and, and I have to say I am embarrassed that I don't have a better grip on what this this cryptocurrency. I understand it's not tied to any one government-type bank. I, I get all that. Okay, that's great to say, but what the fuck does that mean? How is this money backed? I know the U.S. money isn't backed at all. We just print more money. It used to be you had some... What's backing this? What makes this worth $36,000? And I know they mine it doing extensive mathematic equations on a computer, and it's taking up a lot of electricity. I get all that. No, you can take your phone. Okay. Okay, so you go to your, your, your Bitcoin bank, and you go, beep, and you, you scan your phone, and if you got, one Bitcoin, you got $36,987. Let's say you spent $87 at Walmart. Well, now, 
I guess you got $36,900. Okay. I bought a lot of Dogecoin when it was at four cents. Okay. Uh, Harrison, yeah. uh, Smartphones were not created for cryptocurrency. They were made to watch pornography and stooping fucking pet and kid videos. Ogre. Correct the mundo. Maybe some texting here and there. Maybe. Hey, I, I, I'm glad that you guys explained it to me. And I'm glad that you guys know it and you guys are trying. Look, I, I, I had lunch. I lunch with a friend yesterday. I had lunch with a friend over the weekend. And the one over the weekend has invested in it, and he knows everything about it. And I'm like, okay, as long as, yeah, as long as you know it and you're invested, I have no clue. So I'm not even going to play around in it. Not until the United States government comes out and says, no more green, no more change. You got to use your phone for everything. And then the world is ended because your phones can get hacked, and then all your money's gone. Bam, it's over. They hacked the fucking pipeline, people. Bitcoins aren't backed by anything. They have value because the market decided that they have value. So I could I, I could then start selling Arnie coins. I mean, honestly. I've already made over $100 in Dogecoin. Okay. And texting, yeah, dick pics. <laughs> That's sexting over. Wait, wait, Christopher, uh, Bitcoin, okay, yeah, he does get a correct window. Okay. Correct the mundo. Good, 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 good. All right, so let's say that you want to help your local watering hole, your local pub, tavern, bar, whatever. You know, recover from the pandemic. Just like diamonds weren't special until someone decided that they were and created a market. Okay. I buy Arnie coins every month for $2.99. Yes, you do. Well, those are going to go up. The new, new Arnie coins worth, was that, $36,000? Uh, a lot of places want to help. They want, they, you know, they, they, they've tried to help during the pandemic by tipping more and doing all this stuff. Well, in Great Britain, they figured it out. And they drink a lot over there. I, I still think we got them beat because we got more people, too. Plus, to make up for losses in the pandemic, you have to go to your local bar and have 124 drinks. This is why I'm glad I don't drink anymore. Um, um, 124 drinks they have to make up for. So is that like a night? Because if I had to make up for, like if I went to a bar and they charged me, that was the best thing about working in radio is that you didn't get charged a lot of times. But if they did charge me, 
I wouldn't drink as much. At least I didn't think I did, but I got a lot of free drinks. 124, the night, the night I got my DUI. And I had been drunker than that before. I was, I was, I was, I was gassed. I, I blew a .16 when I got my DUI. We calculated up that I had 62 drinks that night. Isn't it funny that I can have 62 drinks, and that was what, 2 o'clock in the morning I got, or 1 o'clock? Yeah, 2 o'clock in the morning I got done, and I started at 8. So in a six-hour period, I drank about 10 drinks an hour. I can't drink eight glasses of fucking water a day, but I could have 10 drinks an hour when I was drinking. So how much do I got? How much do alcoholics have to make up? Fuck, you might want to need to put another zero on the end of that. Good Lord. Can, can I just get some extra mozzarella sticks maybe? Uh, Biden, U.S. officials encourage Israel to curtail Gaza bombings. Not me. Keep it going. Put another quarter in that gumball machine. Let's see where it goes off next. And speaking of Captain Dickface, Joe Biden yesterday, I guess he told a reporter to get in front of the truck that he was driving. Joe was, uh, he, he had a... Tough Joe was out yesterday. Called himself a pickup guy. No, you're not. Joe Biden, you are so not a fucking pickup dude. You're not a pickup truck driving guy. They they showed him speed off in the new F-150 that's electric, and it'll break down because it's a Ford. But he was there yesterday at the Michigan Ford factory, and, and, and good. I, and look, I give Ford a hard time, but they, they have a lot of great employees, and they do make a great product. I just won't buy it. Until George Strait starts singing about it, then it'll be fine. Uh, I guess he told the reporter to get in front of him. And I guess everybody's freaking out about it. Oh, that was a terrible joke. That's Joe being Joe, because he had the aviators on, man. All he was missing was his leather jacket. Now, maybe like 30 years ago, I could see Joe driving the pickup to the, to, to <laughs> the congressional softball game. And the entire back is just filled with booze. Completely filled with booze. Fucking Nancy jumps back there, grabs her a bottle of wild turkey. She drinks the entire bottle of wild turkey. And in the congressional softball game, she goes six for six. Anyway, uh, yesterday he announced a, a massive $4 trillion spending plan. Another one. Joe was the Fonz in high school. I, you know what? I bet, you, I bet you Joe pulled some wool in high school. Back then it was, you know, you couldn't really go all the way. I bet, I bet you Joe finger slammed some chicks back in his day in Scranton. He was joking. I don't understand why people are freaking out. That's why I can't stand the media nor the general public. 
So fucking emotional, fucked hard. Yeah, he said, like, get in front of the truck. I'm like, was it a joke? Okay. I mean, look, it's not funny. But I'm not saying it's not funny because it's mean-spirited. It's not funny because it didn't make me laugh. That's why it's not funny. How dare he say that? Shut up. How dare he drive in a fucking electric truck? How dare Ford put out an electric pickup truck? Jesus. Uh, this is the shirt. Wait, 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 where is the shirt? Hold on a second. I want to see the shirt. I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Oh, my God. Well, of course, they don't make it my size. Fuck me. I guess some kid was wearing one of those, you know, the shirt that I have, the, the Biden, Joe Biden, and it says, touched me. I guess some kid wore it to school and he got, or he wore it to a CVS and they kicked him out for it. That's that's pretty good stuff right there. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, Radio one at gmail.com. When we come back, we got a bunch of, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, we can't take a break right now. Whoopsie cockle. Whoopsie daisy. Oh, my God. It is time. Celebrity Deathmatch. Al Pacino movie. All right. Now, this is going to take some explaining. I got some explaining to do here. I have 16 movies that Al Pacino has starred in. And what we're doing... We are trying to figure out who his greatest character is. So this is all of his characters battling against each other. And I will tell you what movie they are from. So that way we will have a Mount Rushmore of, and and you know what? We can do a Sam Jackson one. We can do any actor you want. We can do songs from bands. What is their Mount Rushmore of? So this is the, the first in the line of this type of feature. The Mount Rushmore of Al Pacino movies. And I believe it was Richard who suggested this, so good job, Richard. Here we go. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, I give you one of the most beloved characters ever in the history of film. I give you Michael Corleone, the son of the dawn. From the Godfather movie, Michael Corleone taking on Arthur Kirkland in For Justice for All. Michael Corleone, Arthur Kirkland, ass family, who ya got? Stop the fight, yeah. We have a winner. It's Michael Corleone. 
the Don, Fredo's brother, if you will, Michael Corleone, moves on to take on the character Sonny from Dog Day Afternoon or Detective Frank Keller from Sea of Love. So you got Sonny, you got Frank Keller. Ask family, who you got? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to not do that one. Okay. This one, too. Oh, my God. Sonny moves on. Oh, man, what a matchup to get to the final four that one's going to be. All right, here we go. Next one. Uh, You know what? I don't like That's what I'll do. Okay, that's what. Now, we'll keep it where it is. Okay, next matchup. We have the immigrant from Cuba. Say hello to my little friend, Tony Montagna, taking on Mumbles from the Dick Tracy movie or whatever fucking character Al Pacino played in Dick Tracy. Scarface against... Dick Tracy version of Al Pacino. Ask family, who ya got? Stop the fight. Oh, my God. Whoa, that is a bloody mess right there. Tony Montoya kicks some ass. The bad guy. All right, take a look at the bad guy. Last one here, and then we'll get to the final four. He was an inmate, and now he's a short-order cook, and he loves Michelle Pfeiffer, the character Johnny, from the movie Frankie and Johnny, taking on Rick Roma, the character from Glengarry Glen Ross. Coffee is for fucking closers. Johnny, Frankie and Johnny, Rick Roma, Glengarry Glen, Glen Ross. Ask family, who you got?
little closer than I expected, but Rick Roma from Glengarry Glen Ross moves on. Now, to get us to half of our Mount Rushmore, first matchup, Ass Family. This one's going to be a tough one. Michael Corleone, the youngest son of Vito Corleone, who became Don in the Godfather films, taking on Sonny from Dog Day Afternoon. Michael versus Sonny. No, not his brother. Another movie. Ask family, who ya got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. Michael Corleone handled his business. And now our final matchup to get to the final four. I give you the man who bought a tiger. I'm going to buy a tiger. I'm Tony Montoya. I'm the bad guy. Tony Montoya against Rick Roma from Glengarry Gillen Ross. Ask family, who ya Stop the fight. Oh, my God. Man, oh man, Tony Montoya. You want a rough? Okay. Tony Montoya. Hey, you want to see the bad guy? I'm the bad guy. I need to get that drop for the show. Yeah, I need that drop for the show quick. All right. I got to fix the bingo, too. Is that is that a, a pretty solid idea? Bingo. Yes, yes, it is. See. All right. So the final four, half of the final four is set now, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Our first matchup in the final four will be Michael Corleone against Tony Montoya. Possibly. We'll see. All right. Now the phone number. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. That's where you can hear this show. Uh, $2.99 a month. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com. You can sign up there, and it's all fun and games. It's all great. What happened to the movie Cruising with that weird dancing? I don't know what film it would go up against, though. Ooh, cruising? Well, I, I, I still have a whole list of movies. I don't even know what, what movie that is. Cruising. Crazy. Uh, but, yeah, we got we, we got more. I, I, look, oh, I left out some of the best characters he ever done, so we, we'll, we'll get to it here all on the Arnie State Show. <laughs> Check out those kids over there in that parking lot. 
Probably drinking beer and smoking a lot. I doubt that they mean anybody any harm. Ain't that old man Frederick's daughter breaking every rule that her daddy ever taught her? With a wild-eyed boy on the hood of that pickup truck. Yeah, but who are we to talk? She was some old lover I used to know I wish I could follow them back to The homeland every time I hear one on my radio 
Pacino character from Jack and Jill. 
That movie was terrible. That was awful. Awful, awful film. Um, <clears throat> it, it's time now for Listener Mail. By the way, brought to you by JS Floors. Your number one source for floors on the West Coast. Don't go to any do-it-yourself. Why do you want to do it yourself? First of all, you ain't no good at it. Secondly, you know a pro's going to do a better job. Why not get the better job done by guys like my man Jesse at JS Floors? Give him a call, 775-267-4123. Tell him I sent you. Get new floors and, and love your life again, okay? Now, 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 can we get to some mail here, please, people? I mean, seriously. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, all right, first one. It says, Dear Arnie, I was wondering if you had any sort of, it, uh, sort of advice for me. Uh-oh, somebody needs advice? Oh, shit. Oh, no, the binders come open. I don't need all the papers to fall out. That would be terrible. Okay, here we go. Put that back in. Now, come on, binder. This work. This is okay. There we go. Binder successful. Uh, yes. Yes, I, I, I can help you out. So that means I, I have to sing. So uh, here we go. First one. I haven't done this one in a while. Hopefully it goes well. We'll see. Come on, any day now. You're going to get Arnie rolled, baby. You have things to ask him. No, I don't even go to the gym. Let's just set that out of the way. And I want to hear what you have to say. I just want to help you with your issue. Hey, look, I just found a tissue. Ask Corny now, or he'll fuck a cow. He really will. Don't test him. Just ask him now. He will fuck that cow. And then go out and have baked goods. Yeah. If I, if I got some sleep last night and my voice wasn't so shot, my mouth didn't hurt, the acoustics in this room were any better. But I always give you, I, I always give you more. I always give you more. You ready? Uh, I'm about to blow you away now. Here we go. Number two. Uh-oh. I'm going to start that over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn. It's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's all right. Ask me on lines out of sight, and I'm like, hey, 
you're okay. Cause I don't need no coffee, I don't want no tea, just give me Dr. Pepper, that is what I need, uh oh. And sticks and stones never broke my bones, and uh oh. You need to ask, Arnie, and do it now. Or. He fucked a cow. Oh my god. That's so yuck. Bam. Bam. There you go. Thank you. Thank you all. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Uh, I have not gotten any Grammy recognition yet for those, so we'll see. Love the voice cracks. Yeah, my, my voice is just dying today. Let's see. Um, Christopher says, yes. Butterfly's got the dancing emojis. Just made my dreams come true. Just hung up on a trainee so I could come sing and dance to Arnie Ashley. Just loving it. My mom says, I love this one. I've never liked that song until Arnie did his version. Well, thank you very much. Oh, and it was worth it. I get some Arnie Swift, too. Fuck the new guy. He can hang on. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. All right, all right. Let's get to the, uh, let's get to the, you know what? I, I want to do one for myself. Can I, can I, will you allow me to do one just for myself? Because I haven't done it in a while. Because this is your show. I, I don't do things for myself, but I, I do like this one. Let's see if the boys can withstand this one. Ask Arnie, he is fat, not just plump, but holy crap, he wants to help you today, he got through it. All right, good. I haven't done that one in a while. I saw that this morning. I was like, man, I ain't done that one in forever. A voice of an angel. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I, I, I can see myself singing. I, I, I leave my own body, and I, I see it. It's amazing. Uh, you feel more spiritual now, Hang Tanjin? Good, 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 good. All right. <clears throat> Time to help somebody. Ask family. we got to help this person. Uh. I was wondering if you had any sort of advice for me. You see, I'm gay. Yes, a lesbian for more of a description. All right. Hey, we got lesbians listening to the show right now. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you wanted me to do. I apologize. I don't know how I can help you, but okay. I've listened to you for a very long time, and I have, and will continue not to be offended at the jokes you tell about this lifestyle. I get it. They're jokes. Good for you. I, I'm wearing my uh, Groa set, a 1,000 milligram Groa set. 
for people with no sense of humor, take two of these and fuck off. Deb gets it. This is who her, her name is Deb. Probably short for either Debbie or Deborah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going out on a link there. You see, recently I came out to my parents, and of course they were supportive. Now it's time for some of my friends, and I'm worried that they will be upset that I kept them from this for so long. I know you aren't gay or anything, but any advice before my quest this weekend? Okay, that's interesting. So you want to know about your friends. You're worried that your friends are going to be upset with you because you didn't tell them. And you just came out to your parents. Okay. Any one of your friends that doesn't accept this is not your friend. Any friend who gives you a hard time, and maybe, Deb, maybe you hit it. Maybe you hit it really well. But if you're driving a Subaru and you got like a pixie cut, and you like the bowl, you own an axe, that's your first suggestion is to chop down a tree for stuff to do on a Friday, then your friends are already going to know, okay? That's a great quote, Douglas. Those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Bravo. That's not even my, that's Douglas helping you out there, Deb. And he's 100% right. Now, look, and, and look, you're, this is a lot different because you're a girl coming out as a lesbian. Because I think women are far more open-minded than men when it comes to stuff like that. If this was a guy and he came out and he's telling his friend, a guy, I, I, I don't want to say because, oh, of course, man, men have it harder. It's not about that, okay? It's not. Guys are raised differently. I can see that being a, a, a real problem for a lot of guys. A lot of guys will have to leave all their old friends. Just come out and tell them. If anybody says, why, why did you wait so long? Just said it, it, was, it was your time. It was finally your time. Butterfly says, if they're truly your friends, they will understand you had apprehension and scared of possible judgments. But if they love you, They'll be happy that you're living your truth and feel comfortable enough to share it and live it out loud and proud. Good. Absolutely. Alicia says, first and foremost, coming out is a personal choice, and you come out when you're comfortable, ready, and accepting of yourself to do so. If your friends don't accept it and give you crap for not telling them earlier, they aren't real friends. They're egotistical assholes. Man, you guys are on fire today. Correct the mundo. Took the words right out of my mouth, Arnie. Okay. Guys don't want to leave their buddies behind. <laughs> I say to the letter writer, I say, what the fuck kind of friends are going to be butthurt you didn't share with their, your sexuality with them? Is it really anybody's business who you're attracted to? Is it your business to share as you wish? You don't expect your heterosexual male friends to share, hey, I love a good salad tossing. No, because that would be awkward. Feel confident in who you are and share as you wish. It's your life, your story, and they are lucky to share it with you. Bravo, ass family. I tell you what, anybody who says this show is full of hate mongers and nothing but crazy right-wingers, they just need to listen to this segment right here. 
Yes, Deb. Deb, live your best life. Straight fire says, Deb, that's gay. Perfect. Perfect, straight fire. We'll edit it right before straight fire's comment. Send that to the LGBTQ people. Minus straight fire's comment. Uh, Deb, good luck this weekend. I, I don't think I, you shouldn't look at it as a quest. I Look, I get it. Maybe Deb's one of these kind of people like me. I love my friends. I, I have shit family. So my friends are the, the everything in me. And I, I don't want to ever do anything that causes strife. Like people like Tommy. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'm bummed that I don't talk to Chris Payne anymore. I really am. I'm bummed about that. I'm bummed that he took his ball and went home with it. That's fine, though. If he wants to act that way, then we never really had a friendship. So we'll find out if he's really. And look, I said things about him. He said things about me. That's fine. I don't care. I can get past it. He can't. So there you go. I wish I could be friends with Arnie. Yeah. yeah Braddy Kid, if you weren't such a pain in the ass. <laughs> um Okay, let's see. All right, next one here. Um it says, oh wait, wait, hold on, we gotta get we gotta get this ready. Yeah, okay. That's gotta be way louder. Um, Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Hangtown Jin says, I'm throwing it out there. So uh, I'm so open-minded and willing to accept. I keep telling those around me, whenever you are ready to come out of the closet, I'll accept you. Mike keeps getting so mad at me, but I keep reassuring him it's okay. Uh, uh, This is from Ben. It says, Arnie. I was wondering how your dog Bubba is adjusting to life in Texas. I see the pictures of him when you put him up. Is he getting used to the heat yet? Well, he sheds like a motherfucker. Ben, thank you for asking. Uh, Bubba sheds like a motherfucker. I didn't realize that he <laughs> that he sheded so much. Christopher says, you lost Chris Payne, but now you got Chris Castillo. Yeah, absolutely. That, 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 I, I won on that situation easily. Once again, we have a letter about Christopher today, too. Um, Bubba's doing great here. Bubba's thriving. Bubba's an asshole, though. See, this is why Bubba's an asshole. Every picture we try to put up of him, he has drool coming out of his mouth because he's a slob. The best ones are like when when he flings around his spit and it gets on his face and he looks like a Bukkake model. Uh, I'm just like I just I, I just shake my head at that. That and him trying to catch anything. Shed it or shit it. Oh yeah, he shits a ton too. Jesus Christ. He learned to bark. The the catching of treats is like having a son that can't throw. I I, I have to say that right now. Watching him try to catch a hot dog with a pill in it is the most painful thing that we go through in this house. Now, for some reason, if you throw it directly at him, he can catch almost anything. 
if you put any kind of arc to it whatsoever, he opens and closes his mouth like six times like he's a fucking alligator. By the way, lives up to the name tag that says, I am dumb at the bottom of it. Uh, That's so gross. I fucking love Bubba. Okay, what's this video here? Dan got me a video. Try to help her sister. Wait, hold on. Oh, she don't have the... Where's the sound? Babe, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know. I've seen her with girls, and I've seen her with guys, so I don't know. She just broke up with her girlfriend. That should give you your answer. Yeah, she's still kind of sad about that, huh? Well, yeah, she's devastated. Why? Well, because the FDA just approved new medication for lesbians with depression. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> it's called Tricox again. Oh, oh my God! God. No, she's got me happy! She's got me happy! Now that's funny. Thank you, Dan. That's funny shit right there. Uh, the drool and with the oh so much enthusiasm only to miss every single time. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. I was the same way in football. Throw me bullets all day. He is the Fauci of dogs. He really is. It's so sad. But the cool thing is that Bubba has a big yard here. He's able to run and bark and, and be the intimidating pussy that he is. It's so funny. Like every once in a while, I catch him, right? Yeah, and th- these are like this. Th- these are the funniest things in the world to me. He'll be sitting outside, whether it's dry or sitting in a puddle, because he's an asshole. And he'll sit there. And he'll see a dog coming in because there's a walkway right behind our house. And I fucking hate it because, well, that's Bubba's. You cannot walk on that walkway without getting verbally assaulted by Bubba. Every once in a while, these owners who are walking their dogs on the walkway will have those extended leashes. I've only seen it happen a couple times. Bubba will be at that fence just fucking barking up a storm. And, And Bubba's a big dog. He's 180 fucking pounds. It's a big, mean-looking dog, right? Fucking dog will run over to the fence. Bubba is gone. That's more embarrassing than the treats. When he runs, runs away. You started it, Hamas. That's his new name now. Bubba is now Hamas. You started it, asshole. Is it a mean bark or a happy bark? No, it's kind of an authoritative bark. It's not mean. Like, you know when Bubba's mad or he he means real business if you see his bottom teeth. Like, if he snarls his nose at you and he sees his bottom teeth, you're in trouble then. You you better better just stop what you're doing. And that's whenever I put up, like, you know, because as a puppy – I, I put a rubber band on, on my finger and my thumb, and I let him smell it, and then I pulled it back and snapped him in the nose. He didn't like that. Did not like that. My my French master before uh, Thor, um, he did not like matches. You would see that bottom tip, and I, I would never, ever fucking light a match around that damn dog. So first of all, he'd probably fart and blow up the house. But, uh, but yeah, Bubba, Bubba is doing well here. He is doing well. So there you go. Thank you, Ben, for your question. 
and, and I'll relate it to the superstar, also known as Hamas. Uh, all right, next letter here. Let's see. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, before I get to this one, I, I was talking to a breeder that I know. That, that I, I know that I've wanted a basset hound for a long time. I don't think that's going to be the next one. By the way, the name the name of the next one's already picked out. Yes, baby, it's picked out, Daddy. Ooh, it could be the bull of the woods if you will, but I digress. Uh, next letter, dear Arnie. I have to say that it's pretty impressive your knowledge of pop culture. Well, thank you. I was wondering if this is something that you have always been into, or is this something that you do for the show? I'm sure there are lots and lots of things that you do just because you know it will have some value on your show. Keep up the great show. I'll keep listening. That's from Dave. Well, thank you, David. I appreciate that. Um, I've always been kind of a, a, a news dork, if you will. Like, I've always watched the news because I, I, I spent so much time at my grandmother's house. That she watched a lot of news, so I grew up watching a lot of news, and I like the news. I know, I'm nerdy. That's the one uncool trait about me. T-shirt collection, off the chain cool. Hat collection, off the chain cool. Sunglasses, chain cool. Liking the news, geek. Now, pop culture just kind of morphed into that, David. Doing all the radio shows I've done. I just pay attention. Like, like I still watch old people's shows. Like, I didn't know that this last week was the Blue Blood season finale. Hello, anybody with a little uh, heads up maybe next time? I had no clue. I don't know where I am on NCIS this season. I'm lost there completely. I don't even know what night it's on anymore. I do know that Yellowstone starts in June, and I'm pumped for that. By the way, I've told you my scenario. It's a dream. That's my scenario. It's a dream. Mm -hmm. Called Foreshadowing. It's a couple episodes before when he's out camping with his grandson. Yep, check it out. Uh, I like the entertainment news. I, I, I like finding stories, and I... My favorite thing is finding stories that I find are funny and knowing how they're going to be presented on this show. And a lot of times I hope I get the reaction that I get about 99% of the time from you guys, from the stories. That you find them just as funny as I do or you mention them in your days or your post. It, it, it's awesome. So season nine of Dexter this fall, that's right. There's a lot of good shows, it looks like, that are, that are going to be on soon. There's a, there, there's a show that runs on FX. I think it's on FX. Called Mr. In-Between. I've watched the first two seasons of it. It's about like a hitman in Australia. Or maybe New Zealand, possibly. I'm not sure. One or the other. They're all the same down there. Toilets go backwards. But I dig that show. That show's pretty damn cool. That's another show that's not too bad. 
That's a good theory on Yellowstone. Oh, I, I can't wait, dude. We're on season seven, and I wish we watched this show when it came out, but I'm glad we, uh, we can watch it at our leisure. I never got into Dexter. I never liked the guy, the guy who played Dexter. But like the pop, the 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 pop culture stuff, like they, they, there's a lot of cool shit that. Look, and if I can add to y'all's, if I can make your lives easier by telling you when stuff's on or or know all that, that's my job. Uh, I saw. Uh, I was looking at uh, movies that are coming out. You know, few and far between. There's a movie coming out with Sam Jackson in it, and, and he's like, uh, he trains a, a hit woman. And but this is a serious movie, unlike the Hitman's Bodyguard that's coming out in June. Protege, I believe it's called. Looks fucking awesome. So hey, we got that coming out. Uh, wow, it seems like uh, it took a lot of years for Dexter to reach nine season nine. Seems other shows just started and are already pumping out seasons. Yeah. What's weird, you know, shows like Dexter and Ray Donovan. In Ray Donovan movie, it's supposed to be shooting right now. To finally give that show a finale. Because Butterfly says, Alicia, I really hope the new season of Dexter will fix the disaster. That was the ending. Dexter was over. It was supposed to be... Have been over, but it's coming back. Well, so Ray Donovan's got a movie coming. Look, uh, all the shows, Ozarks are coming back. I believe if you have Netflix and you want to see that new Dave Batista movie. Uh, what the fuck is this shit called? Oh, crap. Crap, crap, crap. By the way, Christopher, I know you're listening because you're waiting on your letter. Rightfully so. And I, I'm prolonging this. I watched that Jupiter fucking thing. Jupiter's Legacy. Man, I, 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 I just got to say, I, I did not like it. It was too goddamn slow. Army of the Dead. It's in theaters right now, but I believe it comes out on Netflix this weekend. So if you spent money on it last week, sorry. You should have waited for Netflix. I only saw the first two seasons, and it was years ago. Okay. Well, what happens is... Networks like 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 Shameless. Shameless went away. Um, sometimes it's like two years in between seasons, depending on what the actors are doing with their hiatus, and when shooting can start. And COVID had a lot to do with it. But even before COVID, you get shows like The Bachelor that that they do. Oh, season one, season two. Well, it's the same year, so those don't count. Uh, is it me or has Dave Batista just signed a million movie contracts? He's been in a lot of new flicks lately. Yeah, it seems like he's the new um, Nick Cage. Minus the acting chops that Nick Cage has. There was a Nick Cage movie on last night. If you've never seen the movie Kick-Ass, I highly recommend seeing that movie. Nick Cage is in it. It's about a, a kid who becomes a superhero. It's a pretty cool movie. I remember I didn't see it in the theaters because I thought it looked stupid. And when I got out of the nut house, I watched it, and I thought it was fantastic. I love that movie. Kick-Ass 2, not so much. It's like the Boondock Saints. Uh, the last season before this new one ended is like 2013, 14. I think it's been a while. Okay. So, yeah, David, yeah, as far as pop, pop culture goes, thank you for saying those things. 
Uh, all right, next one. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I know you have nothing but good things to say about Joe Rogan, but you don't listen to him. No, I, I don't because I don't want to steal from him. I like him. I don't agree with a lot of things he says, but, hey, I like the shit out of him. I was wondering what you thought about him saying that the cancel culture has pretty much kept white men inside and shut up. This is kind of strange of him to be making another such huge statement like he did after the whole vaccine thing. I was wondering if you agree with him on that and why you think he's doing it from Gary. Well, he came out, remember about a month ago, he said nobody should ever take the vaccine. He's very adamant about it. And then two days later, he bought it back. Look, I, you can be very adamant, whoever you are. You can be Joe Rogan, be adamant. You're, you're telling people to not get the vaccine. Joe Rogan is not a conservative, but he's not a Democrat either. He, he is a true free thinker, I believe. And him saying that, well, that goes against, you know, Democrats. Don't get the vaccine, so they're going to be pissed at him. I'll tell you why he did it. What, what do I think first about his cancel culture statement? He's 100% right. To who? Hangtown Jen, let me just say, uh, email Braddy Kid about that. She'll be happy to tell you. She'll be happy to answer that question right there. Fucking Bubba was playing with me this morning. He was so excited that I was awake. He jumped up and his mouth was open. Fucking tooth went into my damn arm. Stabbed Captain Hillbilly in the wrist. Goddamn Hamas dog. Joe Rogan has a lot of influence and the Dems don't like when he goes against their narrative. Hey, Hot Mama, same thing. You know who to talk to. Get the dirt from from the bratty one. Because um, I'm not going to talk about it here on the ship. I, I just can't. Not until everything's all worked out. So if you want the, the, the that, then there you go. You've been pretty occupied, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> it's rare. Um... Uh, I didn't say that. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> why did Joe Rogan do I'll tell you why. Joe Rogan's right about white men being canceled. Absolutely. White men have been canceled for a while. Now people are coming after him saying, oh, look at the fragile white guy. Oh, da, da, da. See, you can't win it all. There's no such thing as being woke enough, remember? He is to shut his fucking mouth. Because if he says that, now he's a crybaby. But he's 100% right. Oh, I've seen people already come out and say, oh, what a crybaby Joe Rogan is. No, he's not. Does that mean anybody who's been oppressed is a crybaby then? I'll tell you, the reason why he's doing it, it's not because he's a free thinker. It's because Spotify paid him $100 million. And they want some residuals. So 
what does Joe Rogan have to do? He has to go out there and make a huge splash. He has to scream at the top of his lungs to not get the vaccine. Every single camera in America was pointed at him on the day he went back. Do you know why he did it over the course of a weekend? So everybody would be there for his next show. That's why. And I I, I will say he probably said this for that same reason, to get it out there. The way these companies look at and, and see, they don't care. And Howard Stern movie really did point out a lot of good things, but it pointed out a lot of flaws, too, when it comes to the world of radio. Now people that run radio are not radio people. They're people that were in other industries, and they've come over now, and they think, oh, it's a corporate thing. We'll just take this product and move it here. We can sell this. We can sell that, da, da, da. I don't realize that radio is actually a personal component to a lot of people's lives. And when you fuck it up the way that corporations have, look how corporations have fucked up Las Vegas. You hear all these old mob guys talking about how great Vegas was back in the day. Well, they're right. Because corporations didn't fuck with because you were treated like a human being, not a number. That's the way radio is treating people now. They treat them like numbers. And all they care about is getting out. They don't care about connecting with their listeners. They don't care about things that we used to care about that were called like P1s. Those are the listeners that are your ride or die listeners. They don't care about that anymore. When you stop caring about your P1s completely, when you, you've lost. And that's why radio is in the tailspin that radio is in right now. Because these people that run it, they see movies like Howard Stern's private parts, and they see the part where they say, well, uh, the people were asked, why did they listen so long? They wanted to see what he'd say next. The problem is, is that now in a cancel culture society, on public airwaves, that shit's not real. You're not going to have any, look, shows that I've done in the past, I'll just tell you this right now. It's a good thing that the internet is here because I would probably be working a, a, a horrible job that I hated if it weren't for the internet. Because woke radio would not have me. I, I would not last that long. I think I could do pretty well for a little while, maybe four or five years. But as more woke it gets, because there's no such thing as woke enough, I would lose my job. And I would lose my job because I was trying to be funny. You see, once again, once again, to, to the first mail that we had this morning from Deb, the lesbian. By the way, Deb, that's your name now. You're Deb the lesbian on the show. So if you ever are on the Mixler page, you will have to sign in as Deb the lesbian because that's how I know you. It's like Addict of Brian. That's how I know her. Braddy Kid. Um... But you, there, there's no way I could have gotten away with half the shit. Half the shit that we did. I, I mean, you could be a long-haul trucker. You get to sit for hours after hour listening to Jerry Reed petting a dog, eating fast food. 
honestly, I think that is probably something that I would have ended up trying to do. Not saying that truck driving's easy. But I tell you what, there's nothing that I enjoy more, honestly, than rolling down the interstate with the radio fucking blaring and me just driving. I love that. I would go to truck driving school. I would do all that shit if I knew that I could no longer broadcast because I would lead the Jerry Reed lifestyle. Deb's a lesbian. How about, is Debbie Leslie acceptable? No. No, I can't do Debbie Leslie because then I'll have to remember. See, if it's just Deb the lesbian, I know she's a lesbian. Leslie, that, that one I'm like, wait a second, do I actually know her? Deb the lesbian, I know who that is. But hey, that's a great question, though, Butterfly. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I can't fault Joe Rogan for doing this. His handlers at Spotify says, look, you need to go out there and you need to get some fucking attention. Got to pump these numbers up. We're giving you $100 million. And to his credit, let me just say, he's doing his job. Unlike Meghan Markle and fucking Prince dipshit. They haven't done shit yet for Netflix. They haven't done shit for Spotify. I think you'd be a strip club DJ after radio. I can't do it, no. No, and here's a reason. Scott, you bring that up, and it's funny. It's funny that I talked about Chris Payne this morning because that's what Chris Payne went to do. And I got to tell you, no thanks. Yeah, I I mean, look, look, strip clubs are great and everything. They were great back in the day. I'm about to turn 50, so I I, I can go back and I can tell all you young fellas. See, I I need to teach a course at a community college or a major university. The trials of being a man. Because I'm there now. I'm 50. I'm the elder statesman. I can tell you about life. I can tell you about all kinds of shit. I'd love to do a class like that. Be a guest lecture. But Chris Payne did the strip club DJ thing. And it was cool because whenever you would go to the strip club, when pain wasn't working, the girls would not harass you for dances. It was fantastic. You just got to sit and look at boobs all night for free. But the, the, the music these girls choose, and I'd have to hear that every night, and it's like a fucking train wreck segue into another train. You get George straight into two live crew, no thanks. No, no thank you. Oh, the heydays of strip clubs back in the 90s and the turn of the century <laughs> when the women were actually hot in there. Amen. There was no C-section Wednesday. No bullet hole Tuesdays. God. Oh, Jesus. Except in reading. Well, I, let, let, okay. Since we're doing stories here, let, let, let's let's go down story lane. So I'm living in Reno because Chris was. Uh, let's see, he worked at the Wild Orchid. Sometimes he was at Men's Club. I think he worked at the Spice House for a bit, and he was at Fantasy Girls. So they there were four strip clubs in Reno. At one time, four and and I'll say decent. 
The men's club was the best. It was the most expensive. You didn't get away with a lot of shit in there. I will say the worst lap dance I ever got in my entire life was at the men's club. How did Payne like DJing at Chippendales? <laughs> he put all his tips in their jar. Uh, uh, so, and it was, it was the, it was 2000. This was the last time I was in a, in a strip club. I can tell you the date, December 25th. That's right, Christmas, 2010. The day that I knew I was getting divorced. And it was at night, so Chris was like, hey, let's go out. Let's go to the strip club. I was like, yeah, all right. Strip club on Christmas, that's cool. And I was telling him about everything that was going on in my life, you know, about the divorce and me being hit and all this kind of stuff. He goes, I'm going to get you a dance. And I was like, well, all right, cool. So I picked out this chick, brunette chick, you know, big old boobs, whatever. So she's doing the dance for me. She's, you know, she's doing an adequate job. And it's at men's club, so the dance isn't that, that dirty. You go to the men's club for really, really dirty. Not, not the men's club. You go to fucking Gold Club Centerfolds if you want dirty fucking lap dances. Just telling you. Uh, but she goes and does this move to where she puts her arm over my face. To where she's, like, straddling me now. This bitch had never put on deodorant. Dude. I, I, I'm not kidding. It was honestly like Lawrence Taylor put me in a headlock and was making me sniff his dirty-ass fucking armpit. I ended it right there, and I looked at Payne. I said, we got to go. We got to go. That was the worst moment of my entire life. Oh, it was fucking terrible. Did you see the documentary about the Red Dog, some rowdy strip club from there? No, I have not seen that. So that was men's club. Spice House was just, Spice House, you went into Spice House and you thought you were going to get shot there. There was just something about that place, whether it was a a bunch of gang, want to be gangsters in there. And I'm not talking about Italian, I'm talking about, you know, fucking hood gangsters. So I never really liked the Spice Fantasy Girls was the best place because Fantasy Girls had the most girls working. It was the best because I got in there for free because they knew who I was, which is fantastic. And when Chris was DJing there, it was even better because we got free food. As food goes, men's club was the best for food. Took Dad there for a birthday once. I think it was his 70th birthday. I took him there. Motherfucker gets a hamburger. They got lobster pasta. They got fucking regular lobster. They've got all this shit. It's his birthday. I'm taking him to lunch. Ah, I'll get a hamburger, dickhead. Are you sure that was the worst day of your life? Maybe it was the day you got married. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, sure, I exaggerate a little bit. It was the worst strip club moment of my entire life. Not that I've had a lot of good strip club moments, but. I've never been that asshole who gets my, hey, hey, fellas, fellas, this, this is the kind of shit that I'm going to teach you in my course. So now, 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 now here I am. I'm uh, not necessarily a motivational speaker, but I'm kind of a life coach. Ooh, I can put that on the business code, life coach. I mean, I have the, 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 the fangless rattlesnake home security agency. 
right? Or we don't take a bite out of crime. We just stop it. Oh, wow, look at that. The Fangless Rattlesnake Company now has a, we have we, we have a phrase. Hold on, I got to write that shit down. Oh, that was so good. We don't just take a bite out of crime. We end it. Oh, that's so good. Oh, man. And on the back, you'll have a a snake with its mouth open but no fangs. Boom. Let's get that printed right now. Way back in the day, we had a friend who bounced a run-down strip club with gnarly women. We saw him <laughs> staring intently at someone, arms folded. After a few minutes, we went over to see who he was looking at, only to find out he was watching an old episode of Star Trek on the overhead TV. That's how gnarly the chicks were. Yeah, well, that, that, that can also be summed up in, in, in Citrus Heights with the embers. Oof. Warbird, you remember that? The Embers? Oh, that was terrible. That was the worst strip club ever. Once you get that kind of brothel experience Arnie had, yeah, well, you know, you know. Now, now, not only do I have the Fangless Rattlesnake Company, right? I have Arnie Beats Children, where for a nominal fee, I will show up, and your kid's getting bullied at school. You don't want to teach your kid to hit other people, so you hire me. And I go to school with your kid, and my age range goes from 8 to 15, and I will not sucker punch a kid. I will walk up to the kid and go, hey, are you little Johnny? Have you been messing with little Jimmy here? Oh, you have? And I whoop his ass. 8 to 15. Uh, City limits. City limits. City limits was bad, but not Ember's bad. The body shop was another one that was right there, right there on Auburn Boulevard. Now I want to go to the strip club for a burger for dinner. Hey, fat man, you ever have your asshole looked by a whore in an overcoat in Nevada whorehouse? Possibly. Possibly. All right, so I got the Arnie Beach children. Then my, 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 my true pr- passion is to get vegans meat. I think vegans would be a lot cooler if they actually ate meat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a lot of land and get animals that are close to death. We'll put monitors on them, and when they pass away naturally, we butcher them up right there. Fresh meat for, the veg- uh, for, the, for vegans and people like that because they don't like the cruelty. So there you go. And now I'm a life coach. So there, there you go. No, oh, I, 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 I can help you young men out. Mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you that right now. Psh, that'd be a great job. Uh, let's see, Brad Kid, you might want to rethink that. Do you remember that story where people at the strip club buffet got food poisoning after the shit all over the floors? Yeah. The body shop is a terrible name for a strip club. It sounds where beat-up cars in need of repair to go, not hot ladies. You could define them as beat-up cars. 
Oh, man, the body shop was terrible. The reason why the body shop, the body shop and Embers were there, and they were they were truly topless places because City Limits was all the way naked because they didn't serve alcohol. The body shop, they served alcohol, and so did Embers, and you needed it at those places. Wow, did you need it at those places. All right, but life coach. Life coach is my new job. All right, good, 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 good. The only body shop that I ever mattered was Jesse the Body Ventura Sideshow on old WWE episodes. Don't uh, move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie! All kind of ex- explanation points after it. I can't believe I found you again last week. I'm so very happy. Typing in capital letters using exclamation points. I've listened to you since I was, well, probably not supposed to be listening to you. I heard something recently, and I couldn't believe you, of all people, would say. Dak Prescott is not taking our Cowboys to the Super Bowl? I mean, really, this is the same Arnie that used to pick them no matter what? I can't believe you'd say that. I'm still going to listen, but I look forward to your answer. Mitch, a.k.a. A real Cowboys fan. Wow. A real Cowboys fan. Holy shit. Oh, which was worse, the body shop or club fantasy on Richards? I never went there. I used that place's address for the Harry Beaver, for the fake business cards I had made up for my strip club. I used that address, though, but I never went there, so I can't tell you. I'll I'll say the body shop. Well, I'll say Embers. Embers, to me, was truly the worst. Uh, Dak is not my man. Uh, let, Let me just say this right now. I think Dak is a wonderful player. I really do. But we can all sit back and look at quarterbacks and go, that guy's going to win the Super Bowl. Nobody has ever sat back and said, ooh, Ryan Tannehill. He can win a Super Bowl because he can. Just here to tell you. I'll, I'll go through the – hold on a second here. Let, let, let's go to ESPN. If I know the quarterback, I can tell you if they're going to win a Super Bowl or not. Oh, uh, Schedule. All right, let's see. Dallas, Dak, no, he ain't going to win Super Bowl. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, probably going to win next year's Super Bowl. Uh, Philadelphia at Atlanta. Uh, Jalen Hurts for Philadelphia, never going to win a Super Bowl. He's probably not going to be in the league for much longer. Atlanta, Matt Ryan, he had an opportunity, and that, that opportunity will haunt him forever. No, never win a Super Bowl. Pittsburgh, Ben, ben Raplesberger, he's, he's won a Super Bowl, yeah. Buffalo's quarterback, you can see that that kid has what it takes to be a Super Bowl winner. I, I say yes to Buffalo. Uh, or at least going to the Super Bowl. Jim Kelly was that way too. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, absolutely not. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, too early. Detroit, Jeff Jared Goff, he already went to the Super Bowl. He'll never go again. San Francisco, Jimmy Garofalo, and now they get this new kid from North Dakota State. 
tough to tell. Arizona, no. Kyler Murray, not, not going to do it. Tennessee's quarterback, not going to do it. I believe that's Ryan Tannehill. I, I look, I can go through all these people. Uh, Houston, no. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, yes, he's going to win. Another one. Green Bay, yes. Denver, no. Chicago, no. L.A. L.A. is the most intriguing one, the Rams, because they have Matt Stafford. Now we can see. It's sad. Matt Stafford was a guy who I saw come out of college who had a lot of potential. He had a really strong arm. We'll see if the Detroit system just beat him down. I don't think he can win a Super Bowl now. But I also don't think Dak Prescott can win a Super Bowl. By the way, I was right about Tony Romo when I said that after his second year. Just letting you know. I, and I, I will come back, and I will play I Told You So, because I'll still be here. Mitch, I still love my Cowboys. I will still pick them pretty much every week, but I know what to expect. Now, when it comes to Longhorns, I expect them to go undefeated next year. I've already looked at their schedule, and I'm saying, yes, they're going to be an undefeated team next year. And they probably won't be, and it'll upset me, and I'll shoot somebody. I won't. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I haven't gotten to hear you mention what you thought about Christy Teigen getting her products taken down off the shelf. I hope this is the end of that fucking bitch from Heather. It was funny because, what was it, last week we discussed how Christy Teigen, how can you just scope over Justin A. Bear? Uh, or Herbert, whatever his name is. Interesting. I, I put him on the same page. And I'm, I, I stopped doing him, Stackar. Uh, I put him on the same level as Joe Burrows. I think it's too early to tell. And I've not always been right. I always thought Dan Fouts would win a Super Bowl. And I thought fucking Dan Marino. I guess if your name is Dan, you can't win a Super Bowl. But I, I, I like I like the Chargers quarterback. I was going to call him San Diego, but I got to stop doing that, I guess. Uh, Christy Teigen, look, the whole thing of this Christy Teigen thing is just comical. Every bit of it is comical. So it was released last week that Christy Teigen once told a 16-year-old girl that she should take a dirt nap. Now, I'm no big fan of Courtney Stodden. But let, let the let the Dr. Phil side of us all come out or the professional therapist come out. And remember that this girl, this girl, this, 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 this what's her name? Chrissy St- uh, Stodden, Courtney Stodden, was married to a shit actor at the age of 16, and he was 51, and her parents signed off on it, meaning her parents were never there for her. So this girl being an asshole in the news and being a fucking idiot all the time, well, I didn't expect a whole lot more from her, and I don't think anybody should. She's not been given any sort of chance at life. 
And now you have somebody telling her to take a dirt nap. Telling her to kill herself. Well, I am happy to report that cancel culture is on top of this. Target took her shit down off the shelf first. Oh, it was nothing to do with what was said because it's bullshit. Because allegedly, Christy Teigen apologized to Courtney Stodden privately, but that didn't happen. I think it's fantastic. I think getting, getting her canceled is the best thing that's happened this year so far. Uh, the, the San Diego Superchargers of Los Angeles, Carson City, just rolls off the tongue, right? I hate her since uh, I first ever saw her join John Legend. Looks like he wants to jump off a building in some interviews. Oh, God. He has to. Maybe Tegan was meaning and Stodden should visit a spa and get those mud baths. Maybe. And Christy Tegan is one who says she is leaving social media because it's been so negative towards her. Pot calling kettle black. Oh, amen. But on the bright side, we won't have to see much of her ugly-ass Stewie Griffin head. Amen. I am so tired of that bitch. She is, she is truly a toxic human being. And there's all kinds of reports that she's a part of the fucking whole Epstein thing. I don't know, but I hope. Jin US 6 says, uh, I'm out of the loop, only being 35, but who the fuck is Christy Teigen? Christy Teigen is the, uh, she married the singer John Legend. They've shit out some kids. She also is the quote-unquote DJ on LL Cool J's Lip Sync Battle. And she was a briefcase girl at Deal or No Deal. So her they must have been, you know what, her and Meghan Markle must have shared a chair. And some of Meghan's magic pussy goodness got on Christy Teigen accidentally, and that's how she landed John Legend. Yeah, I haven't called his people in a while. I need to find that number again. Hopefully I get that same rude bitch. Cursed at me. Oh, she also said that she was going to leave the country if Donald Trump was elected again. Uh, I, I, look, I hate Christy Teigen. I think she's a pitiful piece of shit. Has no talent and has eviscerated any talent that John Legend had. I just looked her up and ew. Uh, all right, next one here. Only got one more after this. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, you read something last week, and it was really powerful. You read about how black Superman is nothing more than a way to try to get black people into movie theaters. Isn't this the same sort of target marketing that tobacco companies were vilified for? I'm not from Krypton, so I guess I need my Superman to be from Merced, because that's where I'm from. I guess what I'm trying to say is that if we start satisfying one group of people, why do we stop there? I know that's not an I know that's an asinine thing to say, but that's what it feels like. I have no idea what it's like to have spider senses, so can I not enjoy that anymore because I can't relate to it? 
Sorry this letter is so long, but I needed to get that off my chest. Keep up your amazing show. And that is from Vince. That's a very interesting take on things there, Vince. Because that's what we heard last week. I think, honestly, the reason why Black Panther was so popular is because it was something that was natural in its happening. They allowed it to happen organically. And, and, and for PC, they put some PC in there, but they made it organic how it, it, it came along. This is not organic. This is just, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to take a different model and we're going to put it in this, and now it's going to be successful. What happens if Black Superman is not successful? Has anybody thought about that? Anybody at these, these big companies in Hollywood that if Black Superman doesn't make more, and, and, and to be successful, it will have to make more than any regular Superman. Because otherwise, we have an uh-oh moment. Uh-oh. Black Superman didn't make as much as the white Superman. Douglas, that, that's an easy way out. And I agree, they'll probably try to use uh, racism. Hollywood will. That's an easy way out. Black Superman, Krypton, Compton, conspiracy, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> hey, if you guys come out and tell the truth, I'll be happy. I will be very, very happy. Now, I know that there are universes in the DC world, in the Marvel world, there where the superheroes are all different races and they're all different creeds and they're all different genders and all this kind of shit, okay? I get it. Can Lex Luthor be Asian then, too? No, you can't make the Asian the bad guy. We need more superheroes that are Asian. Well, if Black Superman is not successful, he can move home to the projects and collect the government cheese, maybe sell his super suit to buy diapers for the kiddos. Black Panther also benefited from having a brilliant creative team, great directing and acting, and a great script, meaning, meaning uh, full issues. And being part of the overall larger MCU, the DC movies have not been as successful and quickly slapped together. So if this black Superman movie is properly developed, not rushed, it could be just as big. Rex Roofer. I vote for Sam Jackson to play the next Wonder Woman. You make black Superman, you better, he better be uh, Kal-El. He'll be Kal-Lee. Kal-Leroy. The bad guy has to be a racist white man, of course. Black Superman will always be a cocktail I had that kicked my ass. All right. Call him Bruce Leroy. Bubba, you okay? Bubba. Bubba, you all right? What was that? What was that, dickhead? Just fucking yelled. I probably won't see Black Superman. I, I just don't have I no, I I I Yeah, I probably will see. I don't know. I'm I'm just tired of all this bullshit. 
I, I just really am. I mean, it, it, it's getting to where it's it's a joke. Final email here. Christopher, I know you've been waiting. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I just wanted to reach out and thank Christopher from Fresno. So, dear Christopher, I'm, I'm kicked out of the letter. Look at that. So, dear Christopher, I just wanted to say awesome job on the review. You really gave a whole lot of insight to the movie, and I appreciate it, and thank you for saving me the time and, more importantly, the money from seeing that. Could you please tell Arnie I love his reviews as well, and I'm glad he will be back doing them, but you did an amazing job. And that's from Charles. So there you go. Look at that. Look at that ass family love. I mean, I was here, Charles. I had to read it to him. You weren't, like, actually sending it to him. If only you had a guy to go watch and review movies that you don't want to watch. Well, there we go. There's Christopher right there. Black Superman. It, he's on it. He's already he's already camping out for tickets. Uh, Douglas says, I agree. That was a good review. Uh, it was a great review. I tell you what. Now, Christopher, th- this is what we'll do. Christopher, you, you and I are going to do this. Whenever you want to go to movie, go see a movie. Go see whatever you want to see, and give me a quick review of it. Just email it to me. Email me where you emailed me this morning. Every week I'll put your reviews up, or or whenever you do see a movie, I'll put your reviews. Only new stuff, though. New stuff or Netflix stuff, maybe. No old movies or anything like that. Just keep it new, if you don't mind. Work on getting you some swag. We're working on new swag now, too, like the Mount Rushmore shirts. Got other shirt ideas, too. So there you go. Uh, uh, All right, we got to get back to this because we still have one round and then the final four to get to. My God. Hello, people. It is time once again for Celebrity Celebrity Ass 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 Death 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 Al Pacino movie. The first round. We saw Michael Corleone take on Sonny. Detective Frank, the killer, to make it to the final four against Tony Montana. So now we have the other half to go. Are you ready? Let's get it on. All right, here we go. Uh, Christopher says, oh, hell yeah, I'm so down. Awesome. Kick ass. Thanks, Christopher. All right, first one we have up here. Oh, man. One of my favorite characters. Lieutenant Frank Slade, scent of a woman. Wherever you are out there, fuck you too. Hoo-ha. Blind guy with Chris O'Donnell. And he is taking on Willie Bank from Ocean's 13. The guy who almost killed Elliot Gould. So I ask you, family, hoo-ha, Lieutenant Frank Slade versus Willie Bank. Ask family, uh, who you got? Wait, wrong song.
we have a winner, ass family. Lieutenant Frank Slade, he may be blind, but hoo-ya! He'll take a flamethrower to this place. Moves on. Oh, man, this next one. This, this one's going to be a tough one. From the movie, Any Given Sunday, where Al Pacino's yelling was phenomenal in that movie. Where he plays Coach Tony D'Amato. Versus... The movie that he made starring himself as Joe Paterno. Tony D'Amato versus Joe Paterno. Who owe you gato as familio? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ah. I've got this feeling. So appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It goes in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. We'll do it one more time today. Pong, ping, pong, ping, pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Uh, and uh, there we go. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Tony. Coach Tony. Coach Tony D'Amato wins. All right, next one up, Ass Family. Al Pacino can play anything. He can play a Cuban, he can play an Italian, and he can play a Puerto Rican, according to Carlito's Way. So Carlito, from Carlito's Way, taking on Lefty from Donnie Brasco. Carlito against Lefty, Ass Family, who you got? Looks like Carlito has made his way. I never liked the end of that movie. I I, I can't buy John Leguizamo killing Carlito. Sorry, sorry, spoiler alert. That that was bullshit. Final one here. Here we go. To get to the final four. Ask family, I simply ask you. Lieutenant Vince Hanna from the movie Heat. I'm taking you down, brother. Against John Milton 
the devil's advocate with Keanu Reeves. Lieutenant Vince Hanna from Heat. John Milton, devil's advocate. Ask family, who you got? Douglas, have a great day, buddy. Have a great vacation, my friend. us a winner it is the devil's advocate pretty much the devil john milton uh all right here we go final four time to get to the final four these matchups my gosh this is gonna be epic first one lieutenant frank slade from sin of a woman hoo-ha taking on coach tony tony damato from any given sunday ass family Who ya got? Slade moves on. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Last one. Ask family, are you ready? This one's going to be a tough one. Carlito versus John Milton. Carlito against John Milton. Ask family, who you got? Christopher has the last vote in, and John Milton, it's all tied up. I need another vote after Christopher. John Milton or Carlito? Who's it going to be? I need the vote. I need it now. I need it. Carlito! Hang down, Jen, with the winning vote of Carlito. So there you go. 
the Mount Rushmore of Al Pacino movies. Michael Corleone, Tony Montagna, Lieutenant Frank Slade, and Carlito. We will find out whose face goes up front in just a little bit. I'm not going to take a break because we're going too good right now. Uh, so we have other stories to do. Hold on. Let me let me, let me get this all. Let's see. Uh, M versus that. Okay. Right. Again, that and then that and that. Okay. Everything's set. Recount. Fuck you. Dick. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll start with the Okay. I'm calling Arizona. <laughs> Derek Dieter. Derek Jeter. What's he, like, vice president of the Marlins part ownership group of the... Oh, God damn. Chris Cyborg's fighting somebody soon? Chris Cyborg is the ugliest man I've ever seen. What? That's a woman. Wow. Yikes. All right, so... Derek Jeter, there's always been all these kind of stories about Derek Jeter. Like when he dated Mariah Carey. He used to give girls that he slept with, like, gift baskets, and they had an autographed ball inside. I'm not kidding. That that was the rumor. I don't know if any of that's true. We could be finding out, though. Because if you like the Last Dance documentary, ESPN is putting something together that is going to be geared like that, but towards Derek Jeter. I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm very excited about this. Uh, y'all, I've sat through the most mind-numbing piece of shit, wasted time meeting of my life from eight to one today, and the only thing getting me through is this show. Thank you, Ass and Artie. Oh, you're well, very welcome. Whoa, Negro Damas died. Oh, my God. What? Oh, Paul Mooney died? Hold the phone. Fo- oh, man, that's breaking news here. Wait a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me, Paul. Wow, Paul Mooney dead at 79. Uh, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney hated white people. I'll just tell you that right now. But that motherfucker was funny. Paul Mooney was mainly, the way he got his big break, he wrote for, uh, he wrote for, for, for Richard Pryor. Arnie, is that how you got your autograph, Paul? (laughs) Hmm. Oh, and banana phone. Okay, you like that too? Wow. I I always liked his stuff. I I did always like his stuff. So there you go. Paul Mooney, dead at 79. Good for him. All right, yeah. So this Derek Jeter thing. I want to I want to know. I I don't want to see just all the highlights of him. The captain winning World Series, what it was like at spring training. Come on. I want I, I want some of the, the ugly stuff. I want to see it. Let's go. 
I don't know if Jeter will do it because Jeter's super private like Jordan. I was surprised that Jordan gave up so much for the last dance. I remember the rumor that he gave Jessica Alba herpes. Or was it a hairpiece? No, <laughs> herpes. Yeah, I've, I've heard the herpes rumors too. All I know now is he's married to that chick that was making them direct TV commercials with the, with the talking horse. Derek Jeter, fuck. Derek Jeter's like, like the sports equivalent of Brad Pitt. Why would you get married? Idiots. God. Wasn't his catchphrase, yeah, Jeets? I do believe it was. I believe that's what he uttered after a sexual conquest. Yeah, Jeets. Now, I don't know if that included a self-high-five or not. All right, so I gave you that story. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow's in trouble. Because one of her one of her, her company goop is being sued because the vagina candle exploded. God almighty. Come on. I got one of your pussy candles and I blew that shit up. I, I let me let me just say, look, since this whole fucking vag candle, her and her goop company, which is all about the vag. I'm just telling you right now, that candle that allegedly smells like vagina, somebody has defiled it. I, I'm just telling you that right now. These are the things, like, like you know how I tell you guys the truth about things? Some lonely guy ordered this thing online, so he didn't have to go into, like, you know, uh, candles and such or such in candles, whatever the store is called, and go, oh, yeah, I'm looking for the vagina candle. I'd like to buy a vagina candle, please. He ordered it discreetly online. I'm telling you, burned it down a little bit to where it was soft, to where he could make an impression, and now that thing, oh, man, oh, that's his. That, that doesn't smell like vagina. That, that's, uh, that's a lot better smelling. Just telling you. I'm pretty sure the instructions that come with the complimentary conquest gift basket do say, after said intercourse, you are to high-five Master Jeter in an enthusiastic manner. I mean, you do what you got to do for a signed Derek Jeter ball, but I would surely would request he sign it and says, yeah, Jeets. Thanks, you. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you said fuck. I'm trying to eat my tuna fish lunch, and you're talking about badge candles making tobacco spit juice noises. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know somebody has done that, though. Not only to the badge candle. Oh, other candles. But now that that guy heard that, that that's his thing. Like, do you guys ever watch Intervention? I love Intervention. I like it. I, I like to watch intervention and root for the people that are, 
you know, heroin freaks and shit like that and alcoholics. I, I want them to get the help they need. Now, I know these other people are, but like the other day there was one, this gal, she's going to, interv- she's going to rehab because she drank mouthwash all the time. There's some dude drinking hand sanitizer. Fucking A. This is the guy that I want to see on intervention. He can't stop having sex with candles. We are no longer welcome at the local mall. Uh yeah, my name my my name is uh, Earl. Uh, I I I live here at my mama's house because uh, nobody hire me because I'm a little bit weird and I smell funny. Uh yeah, I like candles a lot. Uh my video I play a lot of video games, and my video game handle is Candlefucker one zero zero two two one one at AOL dot com. Yeah, I know it's an old site, but hey. I'm a candle fucker. What do you expect? (laughs) I saw an episode of the Intervention Show. Some Italian mobster named Christopher Moltisani did too much heroin and alcohol. It did not end well. No, it did not. That was one of the greatest interventions of all time. Polly with the fucking finger and, and, and pinky point. No, I, I mean, I, that's the one I want to see. I don't want to see the guy who, who, who constantly eats soap. That's not, that's not gratifying to me. Like, last night was the season premiere of Botched. There was really no satisfy. Well, the girl who got the boobs under her armpits removed, that one was kind of okay. But she, that, that, she had a lot of false hope to begin with anyway. You can't tamp it down now, people. Come on, you got to keep bringing us the goods. Intervention, you need to be on the lookout for candle fuckers. Oh, the person that was huffing the canned air? That's another one. That really fucks your brain up and shit, too. I saw I saw a show one time that was like it wasn't intervention, but it was people that eat weird shit. And this gal was eating like fucking what was she? She was eating like fingernail clippings and 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 fingernail polish and, and eating shit like that. Fuck is wrong with them people? How about the people that eat soiled underwear? I know, right? Uh, there's something wrong with them. I mean. You, you know what they're doing, right? I mean, shit. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You know what else he was doing online? What? He was purchasing sold underwear. Get the fuck out Did of here. Did you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear what I said? That's terrible. There's a market out there. You can go Shut online. Up. And if you're a deviant no. and you're into sold underwear, and you know what all kinds of things oh, get in sold I underwear. Know, right? I know, I know. Sometimes Come on. you think you're passing gas oh. and you're not. Grady. You can't you can't trust a fart when Grady. you're ready. But this guy'll buy it. Oh my god. He was buying these oh, things dear Lord. and ingesting them. Did you what? hear? What? 
He was munching on them. No, he wasn't. This guy's got a problem. Oh, you think? I don't know if he realizes it or not, but the rest of the world does. God damn, he has problems. The guy that was obsessed with pulling women's hair out in the bathtub drain and keep smelling it was something else. Uh, let's look and see. Ogre, I hope you were able to finish your lunch. I have no appetite. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I went too far. I've made ass family members queasy. I apologize, everyone. How, how, how about if you let me make it up to you? I, I've got three more stories, and then we have the, the finish of Celebrity Ass Death. The first one's about some asshole at one of these goddamn gender reveal parties because nobody can fucking just send out a note, we're having a girl. Butterfly, if I, Ralph, I'll take a picture and text it to Arnie. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I am so, th- th- this is so done. This is so a pandemic, Eric era police say Anthony Spinelli of Kingston New Hampshire for a massive explosion that shook homes in neighboring towns cops who responded to the Toremo quarry were met with a haze of blue dust for leading them to realize the boom was a gender reveal party. Let me just say this right now. If I ever run for chief of police, my first thing is this. If you stumble upon a gender reveal party, shoot first. These things are, this guy blew something up in a quarry and it rattled homes. You're not that special. This isn't like Jesus being born. I don't know if y'all can tell, but my voice is completely fucking gone. I love it. You know how many of these stories you've read and and I'm left with, yeah, grandma's dead, but what was the baby, boy or girl, right? God damn. People are getting decapitated. Now they're having to take out home insurance fucking loans to fix windows from an explosion at a quarry. You're starting to sound like Alex Jones. (laughs) For gender reveal, I'll take that. Quick say deep state. Fuck that shit. Yeah, shoot first. Gender reveal party, shoot first. And I'll tell you this right now. Every man that's at that party will thank the officers that shot them. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to be here. I got to come to the baby shower, too. What the fuck? Mm, 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 mm. God, I hate these things. Every time I see one online, it's just like, what the fuck did these idiots do? <sighs> All right, 
let's see. Just uh, oh god damn, that was that 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 is pretty fucking horrible. I gotta say. Okay, here we go. Oh Jesus. Okay, we'll do that one second because this first one's bad. This is fucking rotten, dude. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Yes, yes, it truly is. This is a story about 43-year-old Jessica Ray Good. No, Jessica Ray Bad. You see, she's 43 and was arrested Wednesday after a teen reported to a staffer in high school that the woman crashed a birthday party and then allegedly raped the 17-year-old boy. And let me tell you, she is a tad bit on the oogly side. U-G-L-Y, Jessica. You ain't got no alibi. You are ugly. She'd been out drinking with some friends. She got home. The kids were still there. She started hanging out with them, making extremely inappropriate sexual comments. And giving the 17-year-old victim some alcohol. A 12-year-old at the party told deputies she was asleep on a beanbag and was awoken to the sounds of a young man and a mantatee having sex. The boy later told deputies that Miss Good forced herself on him after he fell asleep. Said, oh, hey, mister, I can't push her off because she's too fat. She weighs 250 pounds. No word on how young, how big the young man is. Uh, but, yes, uh, she's going to be in jail. Who crashes a kid's party? Good God. Yeah, let's go ahead and crash this kid's party. And then you know what? I think I'm going to fuck a 17-year-old. Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty good. Now, don't stop there. Customers at a Florida Wendy's got more than what they ordered. <laughs> Deputies were called to the Wendy's. Uh, where is this? In Lee County. After they say an alligator just chased pedestrians through the parking lot. Oh, that alligator wanted some chili. That alligator's like, fuck, they got baked potatoes again? I'm going to fucking Wendy's. Mike, what are you having today? Uh, I think I'm going to have a dog. Okay. Jim, uh, Jim, Jim, I'm holding out for an arm. I'm holding out for a human arm. I got a real taste for it. What about you, Billy? Oh, I'm going to Wendy's.
If the 17-year-old was plied with, plied with liquor, maybe he was being fucked by three women. He thought it was one big fat one. That's a six-foot gator that passed through the Wendy's parking lot. That fuck, man. That alligator knows what time it is. Wendy's delicious. That's good shit right there. But, I, I mean, honestly, though, what would you expect? What would you expect? If you were, if you were, God forbid, stuck in Florida and you ate at a Wendy's, you know an alligator would chase your ass out of there. All right, here we go. Final round. Let's get it out of the way. Let's do it, shall we? Let's go, ass family. Celebrity. Al Pacino. Yes, I'm glad I did not include his character from Jack and Jill where he was making Dunkachinos. Gotta do this. Sorry. Let's get it on. Mouth was hurting there. Uh, it's Florida. I'm sincerely shocked some small city hasn't voted a gator in as mayor or town councilor. Yeah, Butterfly, you're absolutely right. Don't give him any ideas for Christ's sake. I still can't believe it's illegal to kill alligators in Florida. That's the one thing you can't kill in Florida. <laughs> Well, uh, what if I want to shoot some colored folk? Oh, that's fine. It's Florida. I want to shoot some boat people. It's fine. It's Florida. Well, I want to get a gator. Fuck you. We're conservationists here. All right. All right. Final four is set. Here we go. Ask family. Are you ready to vote? This is a big one here. I mean, I'm thinking of ones we could do in the future. Sam Jackson. Robert De Niro, Kid Rock. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, first matchup. This is how I feel. I feel like. Let's go. Michael Corleone from the Godfather movies taking on Tony Montagna from Scarface, an Italian mobster against a Cuban drug lord. Ask family, I ask you, who ya got? Montagna moves to the finals. Oh, my God. 
He will face the winner of this fight. Last family, I give you the blind but very capable of driving a Ferrari in New York City, people. New York City. New York City. Yes. Lieutenant Frank Slate taking on Carlito from Carlito's way. All he wanted to do was retire. Goddamn Sean Penn wouldn't let him. Lieutenant Frank Slade versus Carlito. Ask family, I ask you, who you got? My God, this is one-sided. Whoa! Wow, I mean, Jesus Christ. Lieutenant Frank Slade wins hugely. Wherever you are out there, fuck you too. So the matchup is set. You guys ready? I give you Tony Montana, Scarface, Frank Slade, Lieutenant Frank, Lieutenant Colonel Frank Slade, Sin of a Woman, Hoo-Ha, Ass Family, Who Ya Got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling. So appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, donana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Montagna, Tony Montagna wins the celebrity ass death match. Al Pacino movies, Al Pacino's Mount Rushmore of movies. Michael Corleone will be the second face. Tony Montagna, the first face. Lieutenant Frank Slade and, of course, Carlito. From Carlito's Way. That was a good one. Now you got to remember, Friday, big show, humongous show, a show you don't want to miss. Set your alarms. All hands on deck. Buck Faustin will be here Friday. We will be doing the ass death match, the celebrity ass death match, wrestlers edition. All happening on Friday. 
So until then, well, we're, we're, we'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. Today is, is hump day. So I hope that everybody has a wonderful and great hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And remember, every room you walk in is better because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck There ain't another like it cause I had it made up I can tell who's behind me They give themselves away Lay on their horn when they read this phrase Honk if you honk it's honk Don't if you don't but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it's honk Well me and Friday night go hand in Stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honk it's honk Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk if you honk it's honk Honk if you honk it's honk Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk if you honk it's honk Honk if you honk it's honk is outside waiting to arrest him.